House episode 23. I'm Phil. I am Jason. And today, you know what? I'm happy, Jason. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm enthusiastic because we're talking about a good Halloween movie again. A good again. Halloween yes. movie again. And actually, and since this is number 23, the number of our Lord Michael Jordan, North Carolina. Oh, hey. This is going to be one of the greats. Hey, this is going to be right. one of the greats. Okay. I respect that. I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. You know, my favorite movie is the number 23 starring Jim Carrey. I hope that is not true. It's not true. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that movie in theaters. Doesn't he have a sick tribal tat that covers his entire back? I remember I saw that movie with a couple friends and they all watched and I was like, what fucking movie did y'all watch? Because the movie I saw was garbage. (laughs) (laughs) So since this is our 23rd episode, do you know what that means, Jason? What does that mean? I don't know. It's 23. (laughs) Well, yes, it's episode 23, and we're talking about Halloween 2018. We have covered Resurrection. We have covered Rob Zombies. Even Halloween 5. Halloween 5. Halloween 3, which is a little bit of a... Well, hey, a lot of people like that. It's not a a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's a weird one, and it could have used some other things, but it's not a bad movie. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. But I'm excited about today's episode, because last week was a test of our strength and patience. Yes. And we have left Rob Zombie, his movies, in the dumpster behind Walmart off Highway 70, and we are speeding down the road, heading on to bigger (laughs) and better things. I think I'm done with the Rob Zombie world for everything for a good long while after that. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, after I watched those and I was remembering the other ones I've seen, I was like, you know, I just think I'm a Rob Zombie guy. I like his music. I still listen to his music. But the films, I just don't know if they're for me. Yeah, I still want you to watch Three from Hell and give me your thoughts. Well, but, it'll be hey, on Shutter in February, and I'll try it. I don't want to talk about Rob Zombie anymore, <laughs> Jason. I really don't. So, Thunderkiss 1965, what you want to say? Thunderkiss 23. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people like those movies. We we did not. But, hey, if you like them, cool. you do you. Yeah. You know, everybody is... It's all subjective. All subjective. Everybody has their opinions. We're not saying ours are right. These are just our opinions. Oh, I'm saying mine's right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, I don't yeah, know about yours. Yours, is, right. yours yeah. is just your opinion. I got you. I mine's got you. right. That's right. Well, Jason, we had an interesting Thursday night. We did. We yeah, did. Yeah. We went to our friends at the Idiot Review Podcast. We recorded an episode with them. We did. Yeah. So that shout out time. to Dakota and Patrick for having us. Their podcast is the Idiot Review. That's R E V U E. Yeah, there was no agenda at all. No, like, we had no clue what we were going to talk about, but it turned into a pretty neat discussion. Yeah, we we probably were there. We were recording. We were there longer than that. We were recording for over an hour and a half, and a good chunk of it was we're talking about horror movies. 
Yes. But so there's some other things out there. Give that episode a listen. Give them a follow. Throw them a review. Yeah. You know, show They've them got, some love. Yeah, they're on Instagram. They are on Subscribe Instagram. to their podcast. That's right. They're a good time. They're a movie review podcast. They're a good time. Yes. We coexist here in Raleigh. Yeah. So it was they're, a hop, skip, and a jump away yeah, from the spook house. <laughs> yeah, there's there's room there's room enough for the both of us in this town. Absolutely. Now some of those other podcasts in Raleigh we don't know about. Yeah. We're still gonna bring down criminal. Even that's in Durham. Yeah. You and your however many downloads you get per episode. Just on Castbox alone they have over two hundred thousand subscribers. And that's just the Castbox app. Ah fuck 'em. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we have two hundred downloads. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got more than that. We got more than that. So, anyways, we had a good time there Thursday night. Give that episode a listen and all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Jason, did you watch anything good this past week? I well, good. Okay. Okay. I you know I've been sick. This and is on top of par the, for the course for Jason. Par for the course for me. <laughs> you know I've been sick this week and there's been overtime at work and then we also had to record the uh, we got the chance to record the interview which is a good time. So I didn't have a lot of free time this week. Mm-hmm. But I did have enough time to sit down and watch a cult classic, probably, that some people really enjoy, called Slumber Party Massacre 3. Oh, 3. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, 2. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. It was Slumber Party Massacre 2. And how was that, Jason? Fantastic. Really? The final act where it turns into an 80s MTV music video uh-huh. was great. And it's about a killer huh. who's kind of a Freddy Krueger ripoff. Who has a giant guitar with a big saw, oh, a shit. drill on the end of it, and he's just drilling, drill, sounds, drilling sounds teenagers. Really cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. And he sings songs. He's a greaser. He sings songs half the time while he's doing this. He dances around. All right. It was a good time. It was a Roger Corman movie. So. Does he have like makeup and stuff, or is it no like he greaser? Just, I mean, he's like a he's like a greaser, but he's like a ghost kind of person. I don't know. It doesn't exactly make sense. Okay. It's a Roger Corman movie. It's seventy four minutes long. Remember when Freddy Krueger played guitar? You know, there's that gif of him, like... Oh, yeah, that was that was on Freddy's Nightmares, the TV oh, show. Oh, yeah. okay. That's what that's from. I've never watched those. Did I watched you? a couple of them. I watched the one that's got Brad Pitt in it. So, is it just, like, Freddy introducing the episodes? He's, he's not, like, in them? He's essentially the Crypt Keeper. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Uh, there is one where he's in. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the uh, court case of him going down. That's an episode. All right. It's essentially a prequel. But the rest of them are kind of weird things that happen in Haddonfield. I'm not Haddonfield. Not Haddonfield in Springwood. In Springwood, we're not there yet, buddy. Gosh, I just can't get out of Haddonfield. Halloween is just completely seeped into my brain at this point. Hey, Haddonfield's a, a place I want to live. In New Jersey, yes, Haddonfield, <laughs> New Jersey. So, Slumber Party Massacre three, two, two. Yeah. <laughs> there is a third one. I might watch that next week. Twenty-three. Yeah, exactly. Yay or nay? Yay if you're a fan of cheesy slasher movies from the 80s. Nay if you're not. That's what I, That's just what I'll say. All right. Yeah. I will be sure to not check that out. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the last one you did check out that I recommended was Ticks. You're like, no, nope, Jason's got bad taste. I'm oh, doing this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. But I see why you like it. So anything else? Uh, no. Like I said, I've been really busy and college basketball started, so I caught a little bit of that. But so... Mm-hmm. That was pretty much the only other movie I watched this week. No real Did the TV uh, either. Haddonfield Huskers play? Uh, no, but I'm sure the Wichita State Cornhuskers played. Oh. Yeah. You know, that's the Haddonfield, according to Halloween 4, it's the Haddonfield Huskers. 
Oh, really? Yeah, whenever they pull over on the side of the road to pick up Loomis. Oh, I think okay. you see, yeah, there's something I saw somewhere. It's Haddonfield Huskers. So, huh. yeah. Nice. Nice little, little, little tidbit. Yeah. Josh sure. Hartnett's the point guard. <laughs> Was he the point guard? Oh. They played basketball at him and um. You remember that movie? <laughs> no, like, I don't. Oh, it's a teenage version of Othello from Shakespeare. Sounds bad. It got. It didn't have a huge release because there's a school shooting, and it was like 2000, right after Columbine. Oh, okay. it was actually a very well thought of movie from that era. It just didn't get a huge release because gun violence with kids was. I got you. An issue at that time. You know, the only Josh Hartnett movies I have seen is The Faculty and H2O. Anything else after that, I'm like. I'm good. <laughs> Lucky number Slevin's a good one. Really? Have you seen Sin City? He's in Sin City. What's that one? It's like, Josh Hartnett can't have sex. Oh, 40 Days and 40 Nights. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ooh, that gets a big old pass. <laughs> Does he still have that same shitty haircut from H2O? No, he's trying to not, well, he's trying to not get laid. Ladies so never says that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, I need to. Be unattractive to women. Let me get that <laughs> H2O haircut. Stat. Bring it back. I'm bringing it back. Yeah. Did you... You've seen Sin City, though, right? Oh, yeah. He is in that. He's in the beginning and the end. Okay. And Lucky Number Slevin's a really good one that he's into. All right. Shout out to Josh Hartnett. Come on the podcast sometime. Oh, we'd love to have you. Yeah. Give us a little bit of your shine. We got some questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Phil, did you watch anything this week? Oh, yeah. So, this week I watched... A 1984 cult classic. Okay. Chud. Chud. Cannibalistic Humanoid Underdwellers. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know what it stood for. Yeah. Now, do you like this movie? I've seen it once. Mm-hmm. It, no, I'm sorry. I've seen it twice. It's it's fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, John John Goodman's always great, even though he's in it for two yeah, seconds. Yeah, John Goodman has a cameo as a police officer at a diner. Yeah. It was really weird to see the dad from Home Alone and Daniel Stern on screen together. Yeah. yeah. Knowing that Marv would try to rob Peter McAllister a mere six years later. <laughs> Silver tuna tonight, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty good. Yeah, it's I, a little... I can see why it has a cult following. Yeah. But, you know, watching it in 2019 for the first time, it's like, eh, it's okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. Decent acting. The creature's fun. Uh, yeah. Probably will never watch it again. But now will you watch the sequel, Bud the Chud? Oh, wow. That's the thing? Yeah. It was originally a Return of Living Dead script that was uh, rejected, and so they repurposed, repurposed it as a Chud sequel. Oh, shit. I've never heard of that. It has quite the cult following of people who think, who like movies that are so bad they're good. I got you. So yeah, Chud. It's a it's a good time. It's worth a watch. It's on Amazon Prime right now. Okay. Yeah. If uh, you like sewer dwelling creature movies, uh huh. What are some other ones of that genre, Jason? Sewer don't let me down. Dwelling creature dwellers. I think Alligator has ones in the sewer. Okay. Jason takes Manhattan. Hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ninja Turtles. Ninja. One and two, not three, not three, one <laughs> not and two, three. not three, yeah. although they do fall in, in poop in part three. Oh, speaking of uh, underground creature dwellers, this made me think of a movie, movie I did see. I watched Crawl. You did see Crawl? Yes. What did you think of it? 
for a alligator movie, it's pretty good. I've heard it's actually pretty good. The trailer yeah. was what really turned me off. Though. I was like, I feel like I watched the entire movie after the trailer. It was okay. I don't want to watch it again. Okay. And it's not about like one big alligator. It's about a bunch of different alligators. Okay. okay. So I was confused by that. I thought it was, they were going to pull a Lake Placid. Okay. Shout out Lake Placid. Lake Placid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 1997. That Placid. movie is. Yeah. Is. It's a movie. Yeah, well. I remember I, loving it when I was in third oh, grade. Yeah. <laughs> like, in 97, that was a shit. Yeah. Now, an adult, Jason's probably like, this is kind of. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Crawl was. It's good. I mean, it's good acting, good action. It's, is it Fetty Alvarez? I think so. I know Sam Raimi produced it. Yeah. I do know that. Or maybe it's uh, the guy who did High Tension, maybe. Oh, yeah, Alexander Aja. Yeah, yes, really... he directed it. Okay, that's right. Yep. That's right. Yeah, uh, and The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. He's... Yeah, it's a solid movie. Okay, I'll, I'll give it a watch sometime. Wait until you can watch it for free. I rented it for like six bucks. I was like, eh, I kind of want that money. Well, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a solid little movie. It's an alligator movie. You know what you're getting. So, yeah, that's all I watched, Jason. Let's move it right along, man. And we're going to jump right into Halloween 2018. I'm excited. I've been, man, I've been, I've been stewing all been week. Stewing I've been stewing all week. Oh, let me at it. Let me at it. <laughs> I'm staring at the steel cage. Hold me back. Hold me back. I'm, I'm, I'm inside the steel cage. The door is locked. Okay. Bone saw is ready. <laughs> Bone saw is ready, baby. <laughs> so after the Rob Zombie features, mm-hmm. they were wanting to. To do, they're still dedicated to that timeline, it sounds like. So they're yeah. going to make Halloween 3D. Yeah, the series was dormant for a long time. After, let's see, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 came out in 2009. A few years passed. I think everybody was trying to recover. Yeah. I forgot exactly <laughs> who they had tapped for Halloween 3D. Was it Patrick it was, Lussier and yes. that, that top member of that group? Yeah, I yeah. remember reading that news article and I was like, no. Please. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. Please, yeah, I pulled a young Michael Myers. And yeah. yeah, I remember reading that article and I was like, no, don't. Yeah. That's... And thank God nothing came of that. Yeah, that one, I've never been a big fan of 3D movies. And then Yeah, thank God that trend is over. And then that crew who, I mean. Yeah, I think they, they make... did My Bloody Valentine remake. And yeah, if you watch, I watched that not too long ago. It's not good, but it is. It's not the hands that need to be involved. No, no. Yeah, 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 in the Halloween series. Exactly. So yeah, a few more years pass, and we hear that David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. Well, even before that, there's a couple hands on this. So Jason Blum of Blumhouse, yes, he went to Miramax. He's like, hey, let me help you guys make this. He went to Miramax and Malika Cat because okay. they were having issues trying to get something in, in motion. And he also said that he wants to do this, but he also said he would not do this unless John Carpenter gets involved as well. So he had a meeting with John Carpenter. I actually heard him tell this story. He said he walked into his meeting at three o'clock at John Carpenter's house. He said, like, basically, he was like, hey, they're going to make this movie regardless you're involved or not. They're going to make this movie whether I'm involved or not. Mm-hmm. Just help. Just help us. He said that he walked out at 316. He had a 16 minute meeting. Uh-huh. And at 3.30, he got a call from his people that he wanted to be involved with Halloween. Fuck yeah. I, was I like, believe he says something to the effect of. Get off your lazy ass and help us make this movie. Exactly. Yeah, that was what I basically heard. Like, hey, John, put down the bong, turn off the video games, don't and help you, us make this fucking movie. You can miss a Lakers game or two if you want to. Yeah, you know, tell Jack Nicholson you'll 
call him next month. And he's also like, uh, you're not going to get final approval on anything, but we'll run everything by you before we make a final decision. Yeah, so I wonder if they approached him like, hey, we want you to like help write or something. No, they just, they just want him to be involved in the executive producer was what I always kind of heard. They didn't want him to necessarily write. Just kind okay. of like, which is probably for the best. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, he's he's an older gentleman now, and his, his best years are unfortunately behind it, it mm-hmm. seems like. And somehow, of all people, Danny McBride and David Gordon Green came aboard. Yes. So, when you first read that this was happening with those two people, what were your thoughts? I did not have a moment of doubt. I was excited and optimistic immediately. Okay. Because I just, I trust those guys. I've been a fan of their work Mm -hmm. for a long time. And I know it sounds weird, like, Danny McBride, like, you know, funny man, Danny McBride. I was to be surprised by David Gordon Green, to be honest. But like, have you seen his independent movies, like like George Washington or Snow Angels? I haven't. No. Like, they're really good. Mm-hmm. They're really like small and quiet independent movies. Uh-huh. He actually, they both went to the North Carolina School of the Arts, so they're somewhat hometown boys. Yeah. And so I was like, when I saw that, I was like, huh, okay. Yeah, well, I was I was pretty excited. I'm a huge fan of Danny McBride, so yeah. I just, I had faith in them the entire time, mm-hmm. and I didn't follow a whole lot of the movie. I had been burned before doing that with Rob Zombies. Um, Don't you hurt me, Miramax. <laughs> and I remember when the trailer dropped. I remember it was on the front page of Reddit when I was at work, when I was like, Whew, I, got, I gotta man. watch this. Okay, so I watched the trailer once, I sat down, and I was like, alright, let's 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 see. And I saw the trailer, and I was like, fuck Yes. I still have qualms with that trailer. I don't even really remember it. We don't have to break down the trailer. No, I, I saw enough to be like, I like this. I like, yeah. yes, all right. Yeah. And I think they dropped that in like maybe May or something. And it was like. It was in the summer. I think yeah. it was like, yeah, it was in the summer. Like May or June. And it came out October 19th of 2018. So I was like, I don't want to see anything else. I don't want to watch a video. I know behind the scenes shit. Just as blind as I possibly can be. <laughs> And after watching like some of the trailers that came out afterwards, since I watched the movie, I yeah. was so glad I did not watch any of the trailers. Well, even I feel like the the original trailer gave away t- at least two of the best parts, like the teeth thing and then the closet part. I wish yeah. I, they didn't show. I wish they hadn't shown. I know why they did it. Yeah, I yeah. wish they hadn't have shown that because those agree. are two of the high points as far as the scariest goes. But then I, I was like, okay, well, this is about to happen. Yeah, I agree. But it, it yes. still got it, it piqued my interest, definitely. Yeah, it piqued be, your fancy. It, it piqued my fancy. Yeah. <laughs> so I I think this is a very strong intro. I remember, okay, I was sitting in the theater. Lights go down. I was, dude, when I say I was now, hyped, I was see, like, ooh. Did you see it Thursday night or did you see it Friday night? Don't remember. I watched it in like early afternoon. Okay. I don't know. But <laughs> I was motherfucking hyped. So, lights go down in the movie theater, mm-hmm. and it starts out with that kind of ominous, droney music. Yeah, I was about music. to say, exactly what I wrote down. I love that Intros shit. It's almost, it's almost sci-fi-ish, in a way. You know, it has the Universal logo, and yeah. you see the Blumhouse, and I was like, oh shit, here and we I saw go. the, uh, the Malika Cad presents. Well, hey, you know what? Good for Malik. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought. Shout out to Malik. He's a listener. He's a listener. Yeah. And then it opens at Smith's Grove, and we see two podcasters or investigative journalists. You know, you can call us either or. 
<laughs> have you do you listen to any like crime podcast true crime podcasts not really there's one about the zodiac i binged through but no not really some of them can be quite annoying and some I... of them are, are like these two characters that were well a bit over the top well i like these characters so we meet dana and aaron and they were meeting dr sartain and they want to well, they're going to talk to Michael Yeah. before he is transferred to Glass Hill. And according to Dr. Sartain, Glass Hill is like where they send the worst of the worst. Yeah, it sounds like it's the shit show. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And Sartain is kind of revealing to them that he's been obsessed with Myers and he was a former student of Loomis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of laying some groundwork for some other stuff that might happen a little bit later. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I really like this this outside shot of the yard. I do like that with the kind of like the checkered board uh-huh. area. I thought yeah. it was really cool. I thought it was a cool intro. So Aaron says he's he borrowed the mask, Michael Myers' mask, from a friend at the attorney general's office. I was like, that's a very cool and brave friend. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you just they just they just give you this. He's like, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I got you, bro. Oh yeah, do you want you want uh, uh you want Ted Bunny's VW Bug real quick to drive around <laughs> to? I think that's in a museum somewhere. Probably. Yeah. So I like how you can feel how dangerous Michael is. Like that's just the mood you're getting. Like yeah. he has his back turned to you, and Aaron steps up to the, that yellow line, the like very edge. Yeah, the very edge, and it's like, cool shit. Like dogs start getting a little testy. Yeah, like, there's no music going. You can just, there's just, like, the wind, and it's like, I was in theaters, and I was like, oh, shit. Some of the other uh, inmates, I guess, are kind of being a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. One guy with the umbrella. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, dogs start barking, the inmates are going crazy, and he's holding up the mask, and I like how Michael kind of turns to him for a second. He's like, oh, I can feel it. He's like, you can feel it, can't you, Michael? Say something, Michael. And, you know, everything starts to escalate and say something. Say something! (laughs) Boom! Credits. this intro i kind of don't like the fact that it was, i mean i get why because it just feel very cinematic but then all the time i was like could you imagine being one of those guards and some random guys just hold up my saying say something <laughs> say something <laughs> like yeah i like again i get i get it is very this hard cuts to the title screen like it is very cinematic and it does it does work in that sense yeah the editing makes it very yeah. cinematic because yeah. imagine if this was just like holding still on them you know but like with the the quick cuts of the dog and the guards yeah uh, yeah i mean i like the intro could it have used a little more stank (laughs) a little more stank yeah put a little stank on it yeah i thought it was a lot of stank on it which is one of the things i was kind of like yeah i mean there's enough stank on it there's a little stank yeah (laughs) put a wet fart on it Like, well, what else could they have done? Like, I mean, yeah, I guess Michael, that, yeah, break his chains and like lunge, you know, breaking the chains. Yeah, like, so I'm, I'm fine with the intro. Yeah, me too. They had to make it a little cinematic, and yeah, I get it. Yeah. I'm fine with it. But hey, let's talk about these kick-ass credits. 
we get the first old school credit scene since Halloween 2. Yeah, that was a Yeah. Yeah. You got a little a, bit in Halloween 5 and they're hacking up a pumpkin, but that's the closest thing, but that's not really. Yeah. It was <laughs> we'll give silly. you that Halloween 5. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't even that. Somebody was just like hacking up a pumpkin for no reason at all. Yeah. Fuck that movie. You know what? Skip this movie. Just go watch Halloween 5. Yeah. Yeah. They're just as good. <laughs> but yes, you have the decayed pumpkin that... So apparently they took a... It's a real pumpkin. And they filmed it for like three weeks and just let it decay. And then they reversed the footage. Yeah. And you get like the classic Halloween font, color, the theme playing over. It's like... Yeah. Ooh, yes. They really they really knew what they were trying to do with this this whole thing. Trying to get oh, like okay, nostalgia, you know, this is kind of how it, it works in the first time is like it kind of mm. said them it was like all right, we're bringing it back to what it was as opposed yes. to some of these crazy convoluted storylines and and we get a blank screen, Haddonfield, Illinois. Also, yes. I like the, the new the this updated theme. Yeah, I do enjoy that. Yeah. Cuz they brought back John Carpenter, Cody Carpenter and was it Dave Davies kid or is it Ray Davies kid? Dave Davies. I okay, that's what I think. Yeah. Yes. From the Kinks. Yes. Yeah. Good band. Check them out. <laughs> yeah. So the score, we can just kind of talk about that real quick. The This is the best score since the original. I think Hand, so. Absolutely. Hands down. Easily. I mean, we'll kind of hit on some more of the key, of the high points of the score throughout yes. the episode, but good job, John. Good. Do you have, Dan, do you have this score? I have a framed vinyl of it actually nice yeah i need to hang it up next next to your curse of michael myers blanket yes <laughs> next to my curse of michael myers socks <laughs> and my michael myers mask that i haven't put away yet because i don't wanna <laughs> <laughs> you don't want halloween in the other <laughs> that's right so haddonfield illinois so aaron is driving and he's talking into that sweet zoom h6 that we will get one day jason yes, yes we will Yes. I like the name of it as well. <laughs> Get it? A. Hey. All right. <laughs> so they pull up to Laurie's gate. Now, Laurie kind of lives off the grid, and she has a, a moat, if you will, that yeah. they have to cross. Cameras, so, and she has to like walk in. And... Yeah, and, and they're talking to Laurie on an intercom. Yes. And he's like, we're making a podcast? They're British. She's like, I don't know if we say this, by the way. They're English. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, she like kind of cuts them off. She's like, "We're investigative journalists." <laughs> I mean, that's what we are. We yeah, do a lot we're of investigative journalists on Halloween Five. Yeah, so they they bribe Lori, and they must have a really successful podcast because she's like, "How does three thousand dollars sound?" <laughs> yeah, what pod? What are we missing? Well, well, we I don't can know. just like for a podcast start throwing on three K like it's like, nothing. Man, we're with the Spook House. Um, how does? 20 bucks and some vouchers to the Alamo sound. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, we're kind of hoping maybe you would give us a little bit of cash. <laughs> yeah. Some gas money. Yeah, we did drive out here, Mr. Ode. From Raleigh. Okay, <laughs> this is Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we got some Bojangles coupons for you. It's a what cheddar bow. Bojangles? It's a cheddar bow. <laughs> <laughs> we, no, we brought a cheddar bow all the way from Raleigh. It's been on the back of the car for two days. <laughs> so anyways, Laurie lets him in. After they offer her $3,000, which she's going to give to her granddaughter later. Yes. So, they pull up to Laurie's bunker, and they're inside, 
You know, it wouldn't have been funny if Aaron was wearing the mask when he walked up. <laughs> He's like, just kidding. My name's Aaron. Nice to meet you, Mr. Well, they do push your buttons in this. So I wouldn't be surprised if he did that. All right. Well, let's get right to that. Yeah. So, old sassy pants Laurie, she pulls up a chair and she's like, what? I want her to be like, because she pulls it down and she sits down like you usually do. I want her to like sit around and like put on the, lean on it, like, oh, like backwards kind like, of thing, like, like doing the 90s. Like Backstreet Boys style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was waiting for. I thought she was going to do that. So actually. she can like just put her arms up and just like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. I want it that way. <laughs> yeah. So Dana says that they are in the true crime genre where they have a true crime podcast. Really original. <laughs> Yeah, start a horror podcast. Yeah. Be original. Exactly. <laughs> we have things for our months, okay? <laughs> and yeah. they usually just me talking about ticks for the first five minutes of the episode. <laughs> that's, yes, per usual. <laughs> so, Dana says that they are a true crime podcast and they want to shed light on Lori's story, explore some new insights, and gain more information. And Lori is kind of hesitant to this. She's like, there are no insights. There's nothing to be learned. Aaron asked her like about the boogeyman. Now, I was like, okay. Now, thank God, this is the last we hear of boogeyman talk. I, I just no, you get it briefly when she's talking to Allison at like the football at the high school because she says uh the she talks about the boogeyman. Really? Yeah, she brings it up to her also. Oh, but that's okay. the last time you really hear. Well, about Lori's it. like, you don't believe in the boogeyman. He's like, nah, not really. Hey, why don't you boogie that talk on out of this like, movie? He's like, <laughs> I'm over it. You guys are just like trying to hit all the buttons for your podcast, aren't you? Yeah, well, Aaron, he's not a smooth talker. He's like... You know, Been divorced twice. Divorced twice. Rocky relationship with your daughter and granddaughter. It's like, huh, it's very subtle. <laughs> exactly what I wrote to. I was like, you know what? You're Look, kind of a dick. Let's talk about this when the state took your daughter away. <laughs> she was 12 and you were an unfit mother. Shouldn't you have just been like, Oh, this is a nice lamp over here. You know, loosen things up. A exactly. Bit. They just went straight in like a, hey, let's, uh, I guess what they did. And their defense, they did just give her $3,000. Yeah. Tax free, I might add, because it was cold, hard cash. Oh. <laughs> but it's like, hey, maybe not start off with, so your life is utter shit. Yeah. Hey, let's do an interview. Hey, remember that time you had a kid and you had that kid taken away from you? That wasn't that great. <laughs> well, Laurie's like, well, some of these mannequins in the backyard. <laughs> well laurie's had enough and she walks to the door and she's like i'll take my payment yeah exactly get the fuck out it's <laughs> enough of that shit be like can i get some of that money back <laughs> about 15 yeah, yeah give me about 15 of that back so we are introduced to karen played by judy greer this is her third third horror movie Where are the two? can you tell me Pop quiz, Jason. Pop quiz. She was in Adaptation. What is Adaptation? It's Nicolas Cage movie. It came out in like 2001. Is a horror movie? No, it's not a horror okay. movie. Okay. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> meta. It's, okay. Yeah. All right. So Judy Greer was in the Carrie remake. Oh, I never saw that. The Wes Craven classic, Cursed. I forgot she was in <laughs> Cursed. She was the one who became a werewolf by STD. <laughs> I haven't seen that piece of shit in a long time. But yeah, I remember that being a big thing, because apparently they made a joke about, oh yeah, apparently you can become a werewolf through sexually transmitted disease. Oh, wow. Isn't Elijah Wood in that? No, Jesse Eisenberg's in it. Oh, that's right. The other Elijah Wood. We meet Karen, played by Judy Greer. Allison, played by Andy... Matichak. Matichak? Yes. Now, what do you think of her? She's fine. 
I like know? her in this. She's fine. Yeah, she's, she. she I, I can't. I can't think of anything else she's been in, and that was by design because they had interviewed like Emma Roberts and Lucy Hale. Yes, Minnie Roberts. She played the same character in Screen Four, which she talked about briefly. I don't like her face. You don't like her face. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to judge anybody on their looks, okay? <laughs> well, she just has, no, well, she she has the same thing Taylor Swift does. She has that face, like, I bet she's probably really mean in person. I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah, not. She's probably like, oh, get away from me. Well, I'm saying she does maybe play, not. she plays a bitch a lot in her inner roles. Maybe that has something to do with you it. You know. Well, so. I'm glad she wasn't chosen for this role. I like Andy Matichak. No, so she's like 30. Why should a 30-year-old be playing a teenager? Yeah, and you're telling me she was a killer in Scream 4? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> she weighs, like, what, 90 pounds? <laughs> a buck ten. Yeah, maybe. Anyways, I really like Andy Matichuk, and like Jamie Lee Curtis on the first Halloween movie, she was a newcomer. Yes. Basically she unknown. modeled, she had done some kind of guest spots here and there. Yeah. Like some television stuff, but yeah, she hadn't done anything major. Yeah, and we also meet Ray, played by... Toby Huss. Toby Huss. Some... Folks might know him as Artie, the strongest man in the world from the adventures of Pete and Pete. Hey. So strong that in every summer he would punch the ocean because it sucked. Uh, I don't remember that. I uh, do remember Pete and Pete, though. Yeah. Shows the shit. What do you think of Ray as a character? Comedic, really. Yes. I mean, clearly. I know you don't like the comedy in this There in this is movie. a lot of comedy in this. I know the peanut butter on my penis thing drives you crazy. I think that drives a lot of people crazy. <laughs> I've heard a lot of, it's like, ugh, really? Come on. And it's funny, because there's a, I'll take that over a bitch, I'm going to skull fuck the shit out of you. Any day. During this breakfast also, scene. Also, hey, yeah. <laughs> it's a breakfast I scene. I was like, how many breakfast, okay, so. The first one? Well, let's not go through okay. that. Anyway, but. <laughs> the time-honored tradition of a breakfast scene in <laughs> yeah. Halloween movies. This is one of the better ones, though. Yeah, there's there with Halloween four. There's no threats of skull fucking. Exactly. There's no finger banging a bagel. No. So we're off to a good start. We're off to a good start. So These are yeah. normal people, at least. I'll take a little. Oh, I got peanut butter on my penis. So yeah, Toby Huss is there, and yes. Annie Matichak and Judy Greer, and Annie Matichak is asking Judy Greer if she has invited, if she's spoken to her grandmother yes. about coming to her National Honor Society induction ceremony. Mm-hmm. And she does not get a straight answer. It's clearly a uh, non-answer kind of thing. Yeah. And she's like, oh, we talked. You uh-huh. know, she might make it. We, You know, we'll try yeah, to. Yeah. Karen has a very strained relationship with Laurie. Oh, I mean, the podcaster told you she was taken away from her at 12. That's right. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> oh, real quick about Toby Huss. Did you know he's a Frank Sinatra impersonator? I did not. Yeah. There's like even some, uh, well, you can YouTube it. There's a ton of footage of him doing he even did some stuff for mtv like the 94 video music awards yeah like just some these weird commercials like he was singing snoop dogg yeah. as frank sinatra oh wow. it's very bizarre youtube it i will speaking of ray he's laying on the comedy very thick here he's like then you have babies and then you get fat and then you get pregnant and you're cleaning your guns yeah it's typical kind of cringy dad humor yeah it's not the worst thing. You also find out that Andy, I'm sorry, Allison is mm-hmm. dating Cam, whose father is Lonnie Elam. Yes. As in, get your ass away from there, Lonnie. That's right. Who, who has been confirmed in the next Halloween Kills. That is right. Yeah, so then we get the, uh, you know, the line from Ray, oh, I got peanut butter on my penis. Because he's trying to catch rats, I think. And that's pretty much what he's trying to do around the house. That's what he's trying to do. Now, I've heard it theorized that... This is foreshadowing that 
Ray is going to be the one killed by Michael later because he fell into his trap. Oh, <laughs> he did. And trap, he did. Trap. He does fall into it. And Michael doesn't just put peanut. He doesn't put peanut butter on his penis. He does a little more than that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Someone say he kills him, but that's a spoiler alert. He should have done his Frank Sinatra impersonation. I got peanut butter on my penis. Exactly what. Frank oh, what a mess. <laughs> Yeah, I like how Allison, she takes a sip of OJ and heads out like real quick. For some reason, it reminded me of Freddy vs. Jason. Just finish your juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's put the, uh, yeah, the, the hip in the seal in there. Yeah. Well, at least finish your juice. <laughs> okay. We got to talk about that shitty movie sometime. We will, we'll get to it. Yes. So, Allison, Vicky, and her boyfriend, Dave, are walking down the street. Which is a Halloween staple. It is? Yes. And it's a little thing called, let's give a little bit of an exposition dump. Well, I mean, I mean it's, it this works. Is, it's, it this works. is dialogue. Yeah. These and are characters talking to each other. Yeah. You're getting to know a little bit about them, mm-hmm. unlike a certain movie in the series that yeah. we may have covered last yeah. week. So I don't mind any of this stuff. No, it, it it works. And it's not like overly like, oh, this is just them dumping information on you. Like, it's kind of what they're doing, but doing it in a way that seems real. Yeah, and I really like the line when Dave is like, or which one asked like, hey, wasn't that his, wasn't that her sister? I think his Vicky sister asked that. Okay, and, and she's, she's like, like, no, that's just some stuff people made up to make themselves feel better or something. <laughs> I was like, yes. Because this movie needed to take that, like, get rid of halloween too as well yeah the daytime scenes here Uh uh-huh they don't feel very haddonfield if that makes sense really yeah and the camera placement on these three like you think of those like wide shots Uh from the first halloween yeah when the girls are walking down the street you get like these kind of wide sweeping shots Mm could have used a couple of those you know the camera was like pulled in pretty close on these three very see, nit, very yeah, nitpicky. But, but see, I didn't have. I thought it felt like a you know a small town Haddonfield to me, like a yeah. small town Haddonfield in 2019. Obviously, it's gonna be much different than 1978. And this was filmed in Charleston. Yes, that's maybe not, there were like some cypress trees they didn't want to show. Exactly. I'm <laughs> some, sure there was probably some sort of a like hanging palm moss. tree somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Dave blows up a jack o' lantern. Happy Halloween! <laughs> All right. Cut to Cameron and Allison talking at her locker, and Cameron. Bit of a douche. Yeah. Well, well, we'll later find out. Much more about the douchiness of Cameron. But then yes. his other friends is like a... Oscar. Can, yeah, Oscar. Are you, mm-hmm. like, are you a theater geek? Is that what you do? He just felt like a theater geek. Yeah. I mean, the, the teenagers in this movie, well, for one, at least they they seem like teenagers. Yeah, well, they, they are. Yeah, they're right? not 30 years old. Like yes, it. thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind the supporting cast here. Like no. Oscar and Cameron... While they might not be the most likable characters, no, they're they feel like real characters, yeah, as opposed to like Vicky and Dave, who they only pop up a little bit later. And I feel like I like the babysitting scene, but mm-hmm. they don't feel fleshed out at all to me. Those two characters, they kind of feel like like red shirts, uh, like cannon fodder, essentially. Yeah, to me. a little bit. Yeah, I like Vicky though. Yeah, I, I hated to see her go. Yeah, but we'll talk about that. A little we bit. will. We have our classroom scene. Now, do you know who the teacher is that is talking? No, I missed that. Who was that? Janet Lee? Miss. Did <laughs> 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 they like CGI Janet Lee? Oh, they're like Carrie Fisher. Man, that is mean. <laughs> no, Jason, it is Miss PJ Souls. That was 
that's PJ. I, how yep. did I not recognize that? Yeah, it sounds like PJ Souls. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I watched it. I, maybe I was looking at my notes or something, but yeah. Do you want to take a guess at what they're talking about? Is it Frankenstein? Well, she's or talking fate. about fate. Fate. Well, she's talking about, uh, she quotes Victor Frankel. He's an actual philosopher guy. He wrote Man's Search for Meaning. Okay. He, like, survived the Holocaust. I gotcha. Yeah. Haven't read it, been meaning to. Okay. Anyways, they're talking about fate, as is tradition in Halloween classrooms. Yeah. Apparently, every Halloween classroom is Fate 101. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, this is very much Sarah Connor, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, and there's no fate but what you make. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Allison is sitting in the exact spot that Laurie was, yes. and she looks outside and sees Laurie, much like how she sees Michael in the first Halloween. Yes. Now, I don't have a problem with it. No. You know, it's a it's a tad bit right on the nose. Yeah. There's a couple of those things in this movie yeah. that I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Now, granted, not everybody who watched this movie had uh, just power analyze all of the other movies up, in, mm-hmm. up up to this point so maybe it wasn't quite as like oh yeah Got yeah it. and earlier in the movie aaron is when he they're driving up to laurie's house he's kind of theorizing how did one monster create another so a lot of yeah. this movie is about like laurie has sort of taken michael's role in a way like they're kind of mirror images of yeah. each other yeah so it plays into that theme yeah albeit Quit beating me in the nose, okay? I get it. What's that? Is that a dead horse? Are you beating that? Oh dead my horse? god! Get away! Hey, man, just take that two by four somewhere else. <laughs> yes. Well, Allison goes out to the football field, meets Laurie, and she gives her the money that the podcasters gave her. Yeah. And she tells her to go to Mexico. Fuck college. Fuck college. Go to Mexico. Go to Mexico. She's not wrong. <laughs> well, I don't know. No. So, also three K's not gonna get you anything in college. Like oh, books well, are gonna cost you. Well, oh, like yeah. Books are gonna cost you to take up that. Yeah, that's a sad reality, Jason. Yeah. Eventually, Allison asks her to get over Michael. Yeah, that's when she says she she says the boogeyman. Oh, okay. And she's justifying how she raised Karen. Mm-hmm. If I have to justify how I prepared your mother for mm-hmm. the horrors of this world, real quick, I like Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie. I know we have given her a lot of shit. We. We kind of say how, like, we're done with Laurie Strode. Yeah. But I feel like this is a way stronger performance than H2O, certainly Resurrection. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. She really does. She shines here. There's some parts yeah. in, the, in the movie that I'm like, but most, for the most part, yeah, she's she's good. Yeah. Uh, definitely upon rewatching, I was like, oh, shit, Jamie Lee Curtis is really good in this. <laughs> like, she's really showing off that. Those acting chops. She's getting Oscar buzz this year for Knives Out. I really want to see that. I do too. Yes. What if it turns out it's Michael Myers the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> he pulled a sneaky this entire time. <laughs> All right. So cut to Laurie firing her guns. And I like the, the music score playing over this. It's another sweet Carpenter new classic. And this is when the podcasters are at the hotel. And Aaron starts to play that. Okay, this is one of my favorite scenes of the movie. Okay. Aaron's playing that tape with the Loomis voiceover. Oh, yeah. Colin Mahan voices Dr. Loomis here. He's a comedian, right? I'm not sure. Okay. But his Loomis impersonation blows Tom Kane out of the water. I love this scene. This is some cold-blooded shit. (laughs) Dr. Loomis is like, you know, I want to, I want to, 
put my ear up against his chest and make sure it's no longer beating. Oh, yeah, he calls it's, it it the whole time. Oh, yeah. And he's like immediately cremated after that. Yeah, he's like, there's nothing to be gained from keeping it alive. I'm like, God damn, that's cold. But I love this scene. This scene <laughs> sent chills down my fucking spine in the theater when I saw it. It's better than anything in that he did in Halloween 5. Jamie, tell me where he is. Why are you protecting? Uh, why you gotta bring up that movie right now, man? I'm talking about one of the best scenes in the movie. Anyways, the entire time it's intercut with Michael's transfer. So they're gonna they're transferring him along with a bunch of other prisoners to Glass Hill. Doctor Samuel Lewis, January twenty second, nineteen seventy nine. Do you wish to give a statement regarding your former patient, Michael Myers? My suggestion is termination. Death is the only solution for Michael. There's nothing to be gained from keeping evil alive. I felt a sodium thiopental render him unconscious. I'll be with him to make sure his life is extinguished. My ear on his chest to hear for myself that his vitals no longer function and immediately incinerate the body. It needs to die. It needs to die. Dr. Sartain has said he's he is patient and he will go with him until yes, the transfer. Yes, he says is that he wants to see his transfer through. Yes. And all the while, Laurie's in her car holding a gun, throwing back Jaeger bombs. <laughs> She's down in the party. She's she found an old case of a uh, four locos that she's just down like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. No, this is actually a really powerful scene. Yeah, her like holding a gun, crying, seeing Michael yeah. and crying with the music playing behind it. All the while, we get the Doctor Loomis. I'm like, yes, this yeah. is what I'm talking about. This, it works. It plays. Yes. Go. You goddamn right it plays. It plays. It plays <laughs> shortstop for the Yankees. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I love that sequence. And I love when she, the moment she screams, you can see a shape coming towards the car. Oh, yeah. I was wondering what it like, was. like split yeah. second. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. And it cuts right to the dinner scene with Allison's parents. They're having dinner with Ray, Karen, Allison, and Cameron. Cameron. And you also find out that Ray used to buy peyote. Off oh. of, and also, you know that Illinois is quite the peyote cactus place. There's lots of cat peyotes. Well, there's ways to acquire such things. Yeah. I wouldn't know. We're uh, on ayahuasca as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ray's talking about how him and Lonnie used to trip balls <laughs> on peyote you in the woods. You really hate uh, uh, Ray, don't you? I don't. No. I mean, he's kind of a doofus, but... yeah. I don't mind them. Okay. And you know what? I was thinking this. Like, yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense that Karen would be married to somebody like that. Seeing as how, because later she's like, you know, the world is full of love and understanding. Yeah. And so it makes sense that she wouldn't want somebody that takes themselves too serious and takes the world too serious. So I never thought about that. But yeah, that does make sense. Especially now we don't know who raised her. Maybe we might find out later in the series. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we they never said and they've never said anything about who she was married to previously. Um, Laurie, not Karen. Yes, um, the, who the two previous marriages were. But yeah, that's kind of how I, I theorized Ray. Like, well, why is this doofus here? Yeah. But the more I think about it, he's not the worst character by any means. It's just, eh, whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, Allison asks if she invited Grandma. Karen says yes, and that they had a nice talk earlier that day. And there's a deleted scene of this, of the talk that they had. Apparently, Laurie went to Karen's office, and I haven't seen that deleted scene. I really want to watch that. that. Yep. Okay. Because I know there were some reshoots for this movie uh, after at first. They did a couple of test screenings. Was that maybe something that made the uh did make the test screening thing? Not sure. Yeah, I gotta watch that deleted scene. Yeah. So Laurie shows up, as my co-host would say, pleasantly buzzed. Pleasantly buzzed. <laughs> she might have to be a little bit past pleasantly oh, buzzed. Yeah, she's lo- she's I wouldn't say she's sloppy. She's she's turning the corner to, to shit town. She should not be driving. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah, leave hope, it that way. I hope she Ubered here. <laughs> I'm a Lyft fan, actually. Same. Yeah. Shout out Lyft. <laughs> Come Sponsors, on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Lift. Just come on, Lift. Oh, yeah. So Laurie starts pounding wine. <laughs> and she's like, this is why we don't invite you to things. And yeah, Karen's I, very cold, which I get why she is, though. Yeah. I do. I, I like the scene with Laurie here. She's, she's like, I saw him. The shape. She's like, I wanted to kill him. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. It's pretty powerful shit. Yeah. I also like, because they were, you know, they had the trophy and they were there because... Allison was in the National Honor Society. I like she mentioned like, oh, I was in National Honor Society too, which kind of shows that she had potential. She was gonna be a good normal person, uh-huh. and then this shit happened, and now she's just a shell of a person. Yeah. So I, I like that one little mention, kind of. I thought it was a nice little, nice little touch. Yeah, adds depth to her character. Exactly. Yes. Laurie goes out of the restaurant, walks to the side of the road, and I like when Allison follows her out there. They have that little embrace there. It's pretty sad, actually. Yeah. I thought it was. Mm-hmm. How Laurie just kind of like slumps her head on her shoulder. And this is when Karen fills in Allison on her childhood. Yeah, I guess she never really knew the whole story or how it... Yeah, and it, it's accompanied along with flashbacks. It it felt a tad bit shoehorned in there. I didn't need the flashbacks. I didn't feel like either. That's what I thought. You know, she could have just said, you know, I was... Because we already knew pretty much what she was doing, that she was being prepped for mm-hmm. all this stuff. I don't think I needed a, a you know, a, a child carrying up baskets from the basement and shooting. It did show her shooting the gun, and I did catch this. The kid version of Karen says "gotcha" at one point. Oh, I, I missed that. Ah. I missed that. Which That'll she come says, back later. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, of course. I I caught that on rewatch. Okay, but still feels a tad bit. <laughs> Kind of jammed in there. Okay. Like, oh, what's that? is that my shoehorn? They just get my shoe oh, in and out. Oh, oh, what is a shoehorn? Oh, it's just an easy uh, little, like it's a little metal piece that mm-hmm. you can put in, and you can put. Oh it, yeah, old people use them. Yeah, you can pop your shoe in and off real quick, easily. Now, granted, okay. I don't have an issue with that yet. <laughs> right. Now, granted, I'm getting old. <laughs> Not quite as old as you, but I'm getting old. <laughs> oh, you're you're like I'm two months younger than you. Yes, and that'll always be the case. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Don't ever forget it. You old shit. <laughs> oh, man. So, now we get the scene. The oh, ki- she also said, hate to say I told you so. That was kind of shitty, Karen. When she, like, storms out and she kind of makes the scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a little shitty. That's true. Yeah. But I'm not saying it didn't need to be in there. I was like, Karen, that's kind of a bitch move. Well, her name's Karen. <laughs> <laughs> If she only had that short haircut in this movie, she would have been like, "Can I speak to the manager, please?" <laughs> my mom just made a, a mess in here. I need to speak to a manager now. I deserve fifty percent off of my dinner because my mother ruined it. <laughs> All right, cut to the kid with the weirdest voice in the world, riding in the truck with his dad, 
and he's talking about his dance classes. And Do you know what that's a reference to? The dance classes? Yes. No. So David Gordon Green had been trying to make a Suspiria remake for 10 years. Okay. And apparently that was just kind of a nod to him, that him and Danny McBride just kind of put in there because he wanted to make a Suspiria movie so badly and he never could. Oh, the dance thing? Uh-huh. Huh. And then Suspiria came out like the weekend before the Halloween did. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. That would have been an interesting take, David Gordon Green Suspiria movie, I feel like. Wow, I didn't know that. I've always wondered, like, huh, this is weird dialogue here. Yeah. It's still weird. <laughs> it's like, Dad, I, I, re- I really like dancing. That's my thing. That's my thing right now, and you know it. Yeah, there's some awkward dialogue in this. Yeah. Now, Jason, do you know what song is playing in the truck? No. It is, so they made this song for the movie. Okay. They turned, I wish I had you all Oh, alone. I did read that. From yeah. the first Halloween, okay, they yeah, turned it into an actual country song. So you can hear that playing in the background. they slam on bricks all of a sudden because the bus has crashed and there are inmates just wandering around. Yeah. I really like this scene. Nice little throwback without being quite so in your face as some of the other stuff. Exactly. Now if it had been raining it would have been like okay. Go on move. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah the dad lights up a cigarette with a rabbit in red (laughs) matchbook. Can we start calling it start calling it him? If you must. (laughs) I do like this scene. The the dad, he gets out of the truck to go see what's going on, tells the kid to call 911. This is one of the creepier things, parts of the movie. It is. I really yeah, like this I scene. I do, too. It's... I love how there's no music playing. You can just hear cicadas yeah. in the background. We know a lot about that. Oh, yeah. We listen so, to our older episodes for that. Yeah, back when we didn't know what noise reduction was. <laughs> so, the kid gets out with his rifle, and I love this little scene where he the officer's laying down and kind of jumps out at him. He's like, run, run. It's like, no, run. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, you better run. Well, he runs back to that, that Bronco and gets in it. Mm-hmm. Who's in that back seat, Jason? He just pulled an Annie. Wait, wait, he does something first. The kid? Yeah. Oh, shit. You're he, right. He, he gets on the bus. Gets on the bus. And Dr. Sartain is... Jumps up and says, don't shoot. He's <laughs> Remember that game Area 51 back in the day where people would pop up and you're supposed to shoot aliens, but then the, 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 the <laughs> civilians will pop up and if you shoot the civilians, you lose points? Yes, I That's do, That's what Dr. Sartain did. Damn, I love that game. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, you don't, don't pop up and say, don't shoot. You say, don't shoot, and then slowly pop up. That's true. Yeah, well, he shoots them. And the Dead kid, in the chest. Yes, right in the, well, in the shoulder. Exactly. Yeah, so he runs back to the car. Gets in. Michael is in the back seat mm-hmm. and bangs the little Wait. teenager kid 
kid's head against the I, I window and that snaps like, his fucking neck. I'm like, okay. I was like, yeah, I remember seeing that. I was like, oh shit, we're going here. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. I heard somebody, I talked to somebody about this movie like a few days after I watched it and some guy was like, man, they shouldn't have killed the kid. That was too far. It's like, fuck that kid. <laughs> have I got a movie to show you? It's called <laughs> Halloween 3. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I was fine with it. I was fine with it too. It was a nice little Annie throwback. Yeah, anything yeah. ever if they're teenagers, it's 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 game on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't I mean I was like, oh shit, I was surprised that they killed the kid like they did. Especially it was pretty brutal, but then I was like, Alright, cool. I'm surprised the kid wasn't whistling as he went to get back in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no keys. keys. <laughs> but please it's a, there's a little dance jig as he yeah. goes to Tuesday. dance. <laughs> This is my scared dance. This is my scared dance. <laughs> Taps da- tap dance all the way back to the truck. I got to dance scares away. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Officer Hawkins, played by Will Patton, responds to the call. He's playing the sweet Back to the Future pinball game. Yeah. So he pulls up and he gets out, walks up to the bus. He finds the cop that's had his head pulled back. Yeah. That's fucking badass. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. I mean, it was off screen, but whatever. Yes, yeah. doesn't matter. That was a. There's a lot of creative kills in this movie. Yeah, and there and there's some even some of the off screen kills. There's a couple in this movie. Yeah, even and though they, they're off screen, it. I think it. I mean, you could say it works better. Like the g- guy that gets his jaw ripped yeah. at the gas station. I'm like, shit. Or I've the, never uh, seen that before. The hammer. Officer Hawkins finds the guy with his head pulled back, and then he gets to on the bus, on the bus, and finds Doctor Sartain. He's and like, he's did he escape? Cuts to October thirty first. You know what day that is, Jason? Uh, that Easter is... motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so the caretaker is showing the podcasters Judas Grave. So Aaron is describing the death. And the flashbacks are shown. It's a little too over the top in my face. What? Him like a Michael Myers in a Halloween mask when he was six years old walked up and he brought the knife down on his... It was, I was like, well, to be fair, he's talking into his Zoom H6 for yeah. his podcast. So yeah. He's not going to be like, yeah, so... uh, This fucking guy, okay? <laughs> okay, this fucking guy you know, killed his sister and shit. I love that he's English before we get him a Jersey accent. Oh <laughs> yeah! Every accent of an asshole I do is like just hey, uh, these fucking kids, this uh, fucking guy. So get this, he's a hey, good fella. He's did, a good fella. Hey, did you note the Sinclair tombstone in the background? Hmm. You see that same tombstone in the original? Oh, okay. Yeah, you're a bigger fan than I am. You catch more stuff. <laughs> that. That, that's where a lot of uh, that's how a lot of Halloween fans find the the site that Loomis. Went to oh, whenever okay. they they when look in, for the doing Sin- their pilgrimage to Pasadena. Yes, which I will do someday. Okay, they look for the Sinclair tombstone. Hawkins and Sheriff Barker, who wears a cowboy hat, are in Doctor Sartain's room at the hospital. As soon as I saw the sheriff, by the way, I was I kept thinking I have you know um, road trip. He's the one that goes. Oh, so you remember they go to the, the black fraternity and road trip. Oh, and they bring out the KKK thing to fuck with. It's like, oh, see so your boy here's an evil bigot, and now. He's going to die. I totally That's forgot that about guy. that. Oh, my God. That is a deep pull there. That is a deep pull. <laughs> Hawkins shows Barker the, the transfer list of the inmates and says, you know, Michael Myers, this concerns me. Mm-hmm. So 
Barker's like, what are we going to do? Cancel Halloween? I don't really like this guy. I don't like the sheriff either. I don't want to say I was watching this. He's going to be like, in the sequel. He is? Yes. I was, and they, maybe they got some plan for him later, but I was like, why isn't Hawkins just a sheriff? You know, they've done that for all the other movies. I was like, would it have been any different? Wait, Hawkins is the... No, the uh, the guy with the cowboy, he's a sheriff town. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Hawkins is like fucking 60, though. Exactly. But and he was on the, the other... scene when Michael yeah. was captured. Yeah, but every... I mean, sh- being the sheriff is an elected position. Oh, that's okay. Not a, that's not a promotion. You don't you don't become sheriff through promotion. You get elected okay. sheriff. Okay, we're learning a little something here. Yeah. Well, I like Will Patton five times more than this guy. From Remember the Titans? Oh, is Will Patton in that? Yeah, he's I always he's... think of him from Mothman Prophecies. See, I still have never seen that movie. I love that movie. I know. Doesn't get a lot of love. You gotta watch it, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I like Will Patton in everything, and I wish he didn't die in this movie. I would have liked it. to see him in the other ones. Yeah, I would have definitely liked to have seen him at least live longer in this movie. Yeah. Gas station scene. Uh, One of my favorite scenes in this movie. I love it. Yeah. Did you notice that you see Michael pull up in the Bronco? In the background. In the background, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as Aaron is pumping gas <laughs> and Dana's taking a shit, she's like, I need to do a number two immediately. In the loo. Oh, yeah. She's like, where's your loo? And this so, felt like it a little bit of a throwback to H2O. Kind of a nod to yes, the rest stop. But pump your brakes, Jason. Yeah. Because while Dana's taking a shit, we see... Did you see the resurrection bus? No. The van that that lady, that weird lady in the front seat, she's in a church van. Mm-hmm. It says like Resurrection Church. Oh, no. I missed that part. I, just, yeah. I was walking at her desk there the whole time. I was like, she is. Yeah, why was she staring at Aaron like that? She knew he was English, and they don't like the English in Haddonfield. Do you think that was it? I have no clue. But she was just... Because she, like, motions with her eyes over to where Michael is. I'm confused. She does? Yeah, she, like... like, To me, it's just like she was just staring daggers at Aaron. Well, she was staring at him, but then she looks away, almost as with her eyes to say, look over there. I don't know. I'm very. I'm still confused by that little coat of thorn. Oh God! I wish. <laughs> <laughs> you know my biggest gripe with this movie: not enough Halloween Six references. <laughs> I'm serious. Were there any? I don't think there was. I've heard that there is the coat of thorn symbol drawn on one of the stalls, okay. but I could not find it. Oh, okay. I'll look for it. Anyways, where was a, a Barry? A Barry Sims? Oh, Barry Sims. <laughs> God, I would love that. All right, so Dana's taking a shit. We see the resurrection van. Aaron just throws the mask, the 40-year-old mask in the back of his rented uh, car like it's nothing. When Dana asks where the bathroom is, did you catch that you see Michael in the background killing the guy? You faintly see him like beating the shit out of this guy in the oh, background. No, it's that. real quick. Oh, no, see, yeah. I missed that part. Yeah. Next time you watch it, look out for that. So Dana goes around... The back to use the bathroom. Now, is there anything worse than using one of those gas station bathrooms where, like, yeah, it's around back? It's like, ooh, this is going to be rough. Yeah. <laughs> I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, she is not. Those things <laughs> cheeks are not ready for this. What's about to happen? Yeah. Did you catch this, Jason? The gas station is a damn near exact replica to the Halloween 4 gas station. Down to the, the ice chest. Ice machine. There, yeah. I was like, oh, I was like. Cool, I like this. I was like, I see what you did there, and I love it. Yes. Because it's not like, boom, right on the nose. Exactly. I did catch that, and I was like, 
I didn't catch it the first time I saw it, but this time I was like, oh, look at that. Makes me quite happy. So, do you like Halloween 4? I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Loomis should have pulled up. Hello! Hello there! <laughs> A filling don't, station in blames! Don't go to Haddonfield, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dana is on the toilet. Michael walks in. Now, Aaron, he sees the mechanic dead on the floor. We see a shot of the guy with his mouth ripped off nearly. It's fucking brutal. Yeah. I love the way it looks, though. Yeah. Now, Michael walks in. Here is a potential Halloween 6 reference, Jason. Okay. Slowly pushes open each stall. Okay. Just like when Jamie Lloyd was down in the bus station. We might be grasping for straws, but I'm with it. I'm, I'm going to take it. it. You know what? I'm I'm taking that and I'm, I'm putting it in my pocket. You can't take it out of my pocket. See, when I was watching, I was thinking... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try, try right now, because I was thinking the H2O reference with the spiders. Yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't do the thing like he walks to each stall, like, one, one. He just ganged a purse. Yeah, he ganks that purse. He ganks that purse. <laughs> yeah. Like a young punk in the 80s in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Well, Michael, you know, tries to open Dana's stall, and someone's in here. Now, when he drops the teeth on the floor... That's fucking creepy like, as shit. I really wish they wouldn't have turned that in the trailer. I know. I really wish they wouldn't have done that. Oh. That's that's because I, I was like, well, here's the part, and I would have loved seeing it in the theaters, like not knowing that was about to happen. Yeah, but even still, yeah, having yeah. It, yeah. it was fucking creepy. And pop quiz, Jason, would you rather crawl horizontally across a gas station bathroom or tango with Michael? That's a shitty bathroom. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Dana has to do both. <laughs> and I was like, well, maybe if if the if they open forward, I can just like click and just you know yeah. shoulder shove my way out of that place. Mm-hmm. I might have taken my chances that way. Yeah, but I feel like she would have done the thing. Yeah, the music that's playing in this is fucking sick. See, I wasn't I even paying attention it. to music. I was just paying attention to the action that was happening. Oh man, the, that's yeah. good. I love this score here. comes in, hits Michael with a crowbar. Michael doesn't have his mask on yet. Still, no, he doesn't. So yeah. you're getting shots from behind. Yes. He beats the shit out of Aaron. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. He, he molly wops his ass. <laughs> molly wops his ass. <laughs> like he's Tank Abbott or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He gives him a two-piece combo. <laughs> Biscuits and all. A gallon of sweet tea. So... <laughs> 
Michael picks up Dana, pushes her against the saw and chokes her, breaks her neck. Okay, so I've got a question. Okay. I actually wrote this down too. If you had to be given the way of going out like Dana or Aaron, which way would you have preferred to go out? Ooh. I feel like Dana's would have been a little bit quicker, and I feel like that would have been the one that would have been preferred. I don't know. She had the whole dread of like the teeth thing and like crawling across the floor and... She was fucking terrified. At least Aaron like tried to fight. He had a fighting chance for a second. <laughs> I don't know, man, but this scene was really effective because yeah. I really like these two characters. And mm-hmm. I I legitimately felt bad for these characters yeah. when I first saw this. I was like, oh, no, not them. Like, oh, tell me that <laughs> she gets away or something. But nope, like fucking dead. Here is a question, Jason. All right. Is Aaron dead? Dude, he's got to be. He took a, he took a, uh, and to the head too. Like, that's... Well, yeah, he was bleeding profusely from the head, but you don't see a shot of him dead. I feel like that's. I I wish he would come back in the sequel, and mm-hmm. he's kind of like a Loomis in a way. He's British, and he's kind of <laughs> like he's trying to hunt down Michael and get revenge for Dana's death. Could you just imagine him like doing all these like? He had the blackest eye. It was yeah. like his zoom. He's wearing a sweet London fog jacket and <laughs> walks with a cane. I, I would love that. He's got a stutter from all the headshots that he just took. Yeah, <laughs> he might be dead. It'd be cool, but I feel like he's dead. Now, if he's not, I'd be like, oh look, Phil called it. Good for him. But yeah. I, think, I hey. think he's dead. Okay, rest in peace, Aaron. Real. <laughs> so Michael, <laughs> Michael goes out to the car, puts on the mask. Forty-one minutes and twelve seconds into the movie. Really? Yep. Okay. Well, I'm not mad at it. It's, I'm just saying, it's well, I was like, because I, I had to rewind it real quick. I was taking notes. I was like, hey, let's just see what the timestamp was when the mask okay. is on his face. 41 minutes and 12 seconds. My only critique, I don't like how Michael closes the trunk. It's weird seeing Michael close a trunk. It's like you're human. What? It's like, yeah. you're, it's like you're people, you know? It's like, do you want to pump some gas there while you're at it? As soon as, like, because I mean, like I said, this scene reminded me of H2O. It was like, funny feel like he put the mask on and he threw it off real quick. He said, spider! Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, what if there was like a spider inside the mask? It's like, <laughs> it's oh like, shit! shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, the first thing I've said in 40 years. Uh, Laurie sees the news report of the bus accident. So I guess this is her cue to break into Karen's home, and she does Jason's I favorite I scene hate here. That scene. I gotcha. Did hate You're that dead. Scene. Exactly. I really did hate that part. Yeah, it's a little silly, especially when he pulls his gun on Ray. It's like, so you pull her pointing a gun at me in my own house? Yeah, yeah, it's a little over the top, but eh, whatever. So now we see Sheriff Hawkins at the gas station. You see Dana's dead body. Mm-hmm. I. Unless I'm mistaken, you don't see a shot of Aaron's body. Do they? No, I, I didn't catch it. Did they say anything about who, how many dead bodies they found, or you know, about someone that may have survived? Or I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Come on, Aaron, pull through, man. But they would have announced it by now. If they've announced. No, they would have. They would have kept some of that secret. I feel like. Yeah. Or as secret as possible. Yeah. Okay. Well. Also, I have a question. What do you think of this mask? I love the mask. You do? Yep. Uh, top three mask for me. You, you think so? Yes. Better How about than... you? I like it. I do. It's probably it's top half. It's creepy looking. Top half? Top half. What do you put before it? Well, hey, you know what? One? 
Save that. Yeah, that'll our, be next week. Our next week's episode, we're ranking Mask. Uh, movies. Actors who played Michael. We're going to rank the movies. All that shit. Yeah. Top five favorite sequences. Top five low points. Least favorite sequences. Everything. Everything. Yeah. So, save that, Jason. All right. So, Hawkins realizes that this is Michael. He tells Barker that, you know, they got to hunt him down. All right. Now. This is my favorite part of the movie. <clears throat> we cut to... Probably my favorite sequence since ever. <laughs> I don't know. I man, dude, when I saw this sequence in theaters, we're talking about you know when Michael he has the mask on for the first time. Yeah, he bumps the, into a kid, the boombox kid. Yeah, this is a little throwback to Halloween too. Mm-hmm. And you also hear you remember at the very beginning of Halloween. Okay. When you hear the kids are saying black cats and goblins and broomsticks and ghosts, no, I didn't hear covens that. of witches with all of their hopes. You may think they scare me. You're probably right. Black cats and goblins on Halloween night. Oh. Trick or treat. Mm. No, well, I, you I, hear that. Oh, okay. As Michael starts to walk down this alley to grab the, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. What time is it, Jason? It's, it's hammer time. Hammer time. <laughs> Don't hurt him, Hammer. <laughs> well, Hammer, don't hurt him. Well, you it better tell Michael that. <laughs> Please, Michael, don't hurt him. <laughs> so, man, I can't, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm getting flustered right getting now. Flustered just thinking right now of this fucking this? scene. Oh, I can see you getting a little wet around the eyes. Jeez, I'm about to cry right now. <laughs> I nearly cried in the theaters. I was like, "It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful." <laughs> They've talked about it for so long. <laughs> So Michael picks up the, the hammer. He walks into the house. There's an old lady with rollers in her curlers it, in her this hair. Is a, it's strong. Total throwback to Halloween too. Yeah. It's total fan service. Yeah. But thank you for your service. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I I love it. You this is an off screen death. Yeah, but Michael is... Michael walks in, beats the shit out of her with you a hammer. See the table's moving the whole time, and yeah, the, and it's like I was like. Oh, he's still beating the hell out of her right now. Like, he yeah. went on for a, a nice chunk of change. Yes. And Michael drops the hammer, picks up the knife, level up. So, <laughs> I love the way he does that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Real quick, James Jude Courtney. I know we're doing rankings next week, but there's yeah. no way I can't not say this. Yeah. This is my favorite portrayal of Michael. You in think the series. so? Yes. Okay. I feel it in my heart, Jason. In your heart. Dude, the way... The way he fucking moves, mm-hmm. it, like just things like that hammer drop, the way he picks up the knife, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. He nails this role. Wait, I always understood that it was Dick Warlock, not Dick Warlock, but oh, it was George uh, Wilbur. George, not George Wilbur, that it was um Nick Castle. Nick Castle the entire movie. Oh. The way, oh, the way they talked about that's it. That's right. See, <laughs> this is my problem. And they're doing it again. Yeah. With Halloween Kills, they're like, Nick Castle's returning. It's like, no, no, he's not. Is there a part where he's sitting down in a chair for like half a second? Yeah. It, just like in this movie, there's one scene where it's Nick Castle, but no, this is James Jude Courtney. He does do a, an awesome job. He deserves all the praise. Yeah. Now, did you hear his um, his inspiration for this role? No. Okay. So, James Jude Courtney, he lived with a real hitman at one point. Huh. Yes. So, I have here a little quick article. It says, you may not know James Jude Courtney's name, but you certainly know his latest character, Michael Myers, the mass killer from Halloween. Jimmy isn't a crazed murderer, but he once lived with an actual hitman who wanted his life story written. The actor recalls this experience in a Vanity Fair interview, explaining that he took said contract killer to see the hit list 
a movie that he was in and received the following reaction. It's a really nice movie, but that's not how you kill people. Really? Courtney asked, to which his new acquaintance responded, I'm going to show you how. There's a stealth efficiency to the way an actual train killer works, Courtney explains. Movies tend to dilute that quality with dramatic pauses and dialogue, which a true predator would never waste time doing. That efficiency is what I took to the part of Michael Myers. Love it. And it totally makes sense. Yeah. Because I love the way he moves. Like, there's no... He's like... He moves like he knows exactly what the fuck he wants to do. Yeah. Like, there's no... I don't know how to put it, but... I can't say enough good things, obviously. I'm moving on. <laughs> moving on. Yeah. I, I I enjoyed his performance as Michael Myers as well. Good. Or portrayal, <laughs> I guess you could say. You know what? Chris Durand is better from Halloween H2O. I think he was like purring back of the throat the entire oh time. Oh my too. God. Well, Michael walks past the baby. According to IMDb, that is Jamie Lee Curtis. I was, I was like, they must have like synthesized or like gone crazy. Cause that I don't, is, did IMDb fuck that up? No, that can't she, be right. No, I've heard a couple. Somebody, I saw a couple of sources. I mean, it sounds that. like a real baby. It sounds one hundred percent. Maybe she, maybe she's just one of her talents and nobody knew. Either way, Michael walks over to the crib and looks at it for just a second. And I remember in theaters, everybody was like, oh, yeah, no. yeah. I remember like it got like everybody just felt it in the whole side. I was like, oh god, is he going to? He's not going to. Is he? Oh, now, okay. why oh. do you think he didn't kill it? There I think wasn't a because reason. I don't. Well, there wasn't a reason killing any people in the house too. Maybe he just knows. Like, well, eh. I think because the baby was not an obstacle. Yeah. To him, like maybe but either was going inside the house to kill the curlers lady. I mean, he went. To the, she went to the shed to get the hammer, and then he went inside the house. I don't know. Maybe he had to test the durability of said hammer, and then drop it, and then level up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Theories. Theories. <laughs> maybe he's a good guy down in, deep down inside somewhere. Yeah, maybe he went there with the intentions of hanging up a picture that she'd been meaning to with that hammer. Okay, yeah. And she scared him, <laughs> and he beat the shit out of her with the hammer. I don't know. What are you doing here? <laughs> all right, so Michael walks outside onto the sidewalk. Now, this is all a one long tracking shot. Yeah, which is cool. Yes, it's a steady cam shot. Very Goodfellas-esque. Martin yeah. Scorsese would be proud. Yeah, he would. Is that camera movement I see? Love it. <laughs> Love it. So Michael walks outside. He's standing on the sidewalk. This neighborhood here, this looks the most Haddonfield of the entire movie. Mm-hmm. I wish they had taken this aesthetic here. Yeah. And just brought it to other parts of the movie. Because this, I'm like, we are in a motherfucking Halloween movie. <laughs> yes. Well, this is the best part of the movie to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, not the rest of the movie is not bad, but this, to me, this is the one that was like, okay, this is the, feels the most inspired and it feels the most kind of, and, and yes. yeah, it is a little bit fan service, I guess, like you said. It's not a bad thing. But it's not a, no. no. Give me more. Yeah. <laughs> so Michael walks up to the porch at the neighbors, peeks in through the window, and then walks around the back. Now, did you catch that the lady on the phone? She was talking to somebody named Sally. Yeah. Halloween 2. Yeah. 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 I got that. I was like, oh, cool. Look at that. Nice little, little, not in your face, not in your, like, on the nose. It was like, not, oh, not totally yeah. in your face, but Michael's about to be up in her face. Oh, he's actually she's, behind she's, her. She, yeah, because she's looking out the window. I like how he gives her a good whack. 
like slams her head against the fucking and he stabs her right in the throat. Right in the throat. End of sequence. He just walks away. He's like, "Yep, cool guys. Don't look at explosions." He's like, "Yep, I got my swagger back." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it feels good to be back in the saddle. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't say enough good things about that scene. That was amazing. The whole movie should have just been him going house to house like that, just killing random people. I'd be like, "I like this movie. It's great." Yeah. Cut to the school dance, and you find out because they alluded to it earlier what they were going to be for Halloween. Oh, Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. With a twist. With a twist. And Mm -hmm. it's a gender swap, Bonnie and Clyde. Oh. Yeah. Cam is is Bonnie, and Allison is Clyde. We get it. (laughs) So they are actually portraying the opposite of their actual genders. Oh, I did not catch that. Yes. Okay. Cam's in drag. Got it. (laughs) Okay. So they're at the school dance, and I gotta say, their school dance looks ten times cooler than anything we ever went to. The only school dance we had was prom. Literally the only school dance we had. That's true. Yeah. And that wasn't even at the high school. No, it was <laughs> like it rented was in, out it of, was in, it was in one county over. Yeah, they rented out a place that actually looked halfway decent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that even sucked too. <laughs> so Yeah, they got like a DJ and everything. Like this this party looks fucking badass. Like everybody's drunk off their ass. Yeah. Dude. I was like, hadn't feeling us out of party. I was drunk at prom. Oh, I mean yeah. As is tradition. Yeah, as is tradition. <laughs> Vicky calls Allison as she's dancing on the dance floor with Cameron. And Vicky's hanging out with a uh, little young toenail clipping kid. Yeah, clip my nasty ass toenails. I really did enjoy the little kid. Yes. Okay. I it, really enjoyed it. I don't, yeah. Yeah. Vicky's talking about, you know, bring some of that Alakazam. He's like, I know what you're talking about. Smoking weed. Yes, it is funny, Jason. And he's been confirmed for the sequel. Hey, all right. <laughs> Do you know what movie is playing? Repo Man. Hey, all right. It's yeah, a good yeah. movie. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't. It's really good. It's in the Criterion Collection. It is a oh. strange 80s sci-fi movie with Emilio Estevez. Allison gets off the phone with Vicky. Allison goes back into the dance and sees Cameron making out with... Uh, Homegirl. Now, see, I do like how they played this, because she kisses him, but he doesn't exactly say no to it, but he mm-hmm. does kind of, he doesn't seem the one that initiates it, so you can give him maybe at some point. Now, he's wrong. I'm not standing yeah. up for him, but it, the way it's shot, it is like, well, maybe you could see where he wasn't trying to do anything, yeah. but he's total douchebag. Yeah, he's kissing Tiger Girl. Yeah. Tanya the Tiger. Is that what she's credited as? <laughs> no, oh. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking, huh, she looks like Tony the Tiger. <laughs> of course, and then they have a breakdown because he sees cause he sees that Allison saw her kissing her. Yeah, so he runs after Allison. He's like, you know, it's not a big deal. Stop freaking out. He's being a little douchey. Oh, yeah, he's being quite the asshole. And he throws her phone in. Is it cheese or is it pudding? Or not sure. Guacamole? I don't know what it is. It's definitely not guacamole. No. Yeah, it's like a pudding. Yeah. Cheese pudding. Cheese pudding. Yes. Sounds delicious. Why didn't Michael kill this little prick? I don't get it. He's still alive. He is still alive. I bet he comes back in the sequel. Well, I mean, Lonnie's, Lonnie's going to be in it. I mean, Lonnie's going to be in it. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. Well, it sounds like this movie's going to take place November 1st, so. Oh, yeah. Well, or maybe even Halloween night. Well, too. hold off. We'll we'll talk about Halloween kills afterwards. Yeah. So, Vicky and Captain Dude are hanging out. I, I really do like the rapport between the two of them. Uh, not... Uh, Dave 
uh-huh. Vicky and the kid. Yeah, yeah. And they do like have a, a good... You used to be my, my favorite kid. Now you're like maybe top 10, you know? Yeah, they have a good... And then little... he like tucks her in and he's like, hey, you're, you know my You're, you're my favorite. Oh. Like, yeah. So Dave shows up and he shows off his tattoo. It's like, ooh, bro, that's not a good idea. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get... Um, remember in Fear, Mark Wahlberg? Uh-huh. Where he like gives himself a tattoo on his chest. I've forgotten all about that. Nicole forever. <laughs> <laughs> like for E V A. He should have said like Vicky forever. This is totally not gonna be a person who pushes your German shepherd's head through the dog door. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. Well, good movie. Yeah. Yeah, and then she says the words You're so getting dry fucked tonight. Hip. Yeah, there's some awkward dialogue. I'm not in hip this. to the lingo. Well but yeah, dry fuck, dry hump. Yeah. There's some awkward dialogue in this movie. Yeah. That's one of the lines. It's like... Ew. Yeah, I wrote it down. I was like, okay. like maybe feel know this. Better than Kevin Williamson dialogue. So Julian runs downstairs. That is his name, right? The kid so. she's babysitting? Pretty sure yeah. it's Julian. He says that he sees the boogeyman upstairs. So Vicky goes up, scopes it out. As Dave is, Dave is smoking a doobie out back. Yeah. And he sees the motorcycle, goes into the garage. So he's kind of distracted. We get the closet scene. Julian's Which, like, hey, will you close the sc- closet for me? Mm-hmm. And Vicky goes, close it. It jams. Can't get it closed. And boom, Michael slashes her wrist. Again, I thought this scene was great, but the trailer ruined it for me. You know what else ruins this scene, Jason? The little kid's punchline. Oh, shit. <laughs> Man. Okay, I have a real... I don't. I don't have a problem with humor throughout the movie. Yeah. Maybe not so much humor. Yeah. But when Michael is on screen and he has just slashed somebody, yeah, there should be no comedic punch. When I saw this in theaters, everybody laughed at that part. Like, oh, he said, oh, yeah. shit, that's so funny. And then also later when he wrote down, so like, if you go upstairs, you're going to die, Dave. Yeah, he like People. runs back up. And he was like, oh, oh, shit, or whatever the fuck he says. Yeah. It's like, no, I, I just have a real problem with that. I really do. So he stabs Vicky and closes the door, and Sheriff Hawkins responds to the call at Vicky's. Now, I do like this. Laurie pulls up to the house. I'm sure he noticed the kids in the Halloween 3 mask. Yeah, I, I did right. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah. I like how Laurie, she tells the kids in the Halloween 3 mask, she's like, get out of here. <laughs> no, I like to think <laughs> this is kind of like the filmmaker's super subtle way of saying, Hey, Halloween 3, you don't belong in this series. Get out! (laughs) But I'm definitely wrong on that. (laughs) And again, we don't hate Halloween 3. I just feel, I just, I think it's unfair to mention it when you're discussing the series. It Even Tommy Lee Wallace, the director, says, we shouldn't have called it Halloween 3. Guess what? That's good enough for me. I'm going to uh, draw a line in the sand. We are going to rank Halloween 3 next week. We will, yeah, and I'm and sure I just pissed off a lot of Halloween 3 fans. Hey, I, I'm glad you like it. I think it's a very mediocre movie. Moving on. <laughs> so, that is funny. Laurie's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You don't belong on this street. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Hawkins goes upstairs, and he sees that someone has been turned into the ghost, much like Bob in the original. Yes. But it's a little role reversal here. Mm-hmm. Pulls the sheet off. It's Vicky. And she did. She did. Did you notice the pumpkin in the water tank? Mm-hmm. Oh, Michael, you little trickster. He still got it. He still got it. He cut those holes out in that sheet. He, he's, he's like, like he's like, I'm going to get 
Hawkins, watch this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you were there that night. <laughs> so he pulls the sheet off, sees Vicky. Michael walks past the door in the hallway, goes downstairs. Hawkins fires a couple shots, misses him. I like how you see, uh, and then you see Dave, like, stapled oh, on the- stab against. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, but not before you see Laurie. She looks upstairs and sees Michael's reflection. Mm-hmm. Now, this is Nick Castle here. Yes. Just this three-second scene. I hope he's on set for like four weeks. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> now, all be praised to Sir Nicholas Castle yeah. for your contributions to the first Halloween. You're, yeah. You killed it, okay? Mm-hmm. But I have a problem when people are like, oh, Nick Castle's coming back. It's like, no, he's not. Oh, he's coming back, but it'll be for a cameo. Yes, exactly. So Laurie shoots the window, and Hawkins sees Michael, goes downstairs, fires a couple rounds. Did she know she used the same gun Loomis had in the first one? Because they made the big, they kind of like pan to the gun a little bit. I didn't know if they were trying to show that off as the same gun that Loomis had in the first one or Um, not. Not sure. Because it is a revolver. Yeah, it's true. She tried to shoot him six times. (laughs) (laughs) I caught that, Jason. So Laurie shoots Michael in the shoulder. Hawkins sneaks up behind Laurie. They both scare each other. Cut to Sartain and Barker show up. Hawkins seems suspicious of Dr. Sartain here. He does seem a little suspicious. And there was also we get the very subtle line of, oh, you're the new Loomis. Yeah. <laughs> you're the new Loomis. You're the new Loomis. And this is a again awkward dialogue. The I think Sheriff Barker tells Sartain to sit still on the sidewalk. He's yeah. like I was sitting still anyway, so I, it's like, why did they put that in there? That's weird. Oh, it's just the also the the I pray that he would come out or whatever, so I could kill him. Yeah, that line fell a little flat. Yeah, <clears throat> that was in the trailer, and I yeah. thought it was going to be a part of a bigger piece of dialogue there. But it was just her being like, "No, I just I just really want to kill him." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, well, that was a stupid thing to pray for," and then it was like over yeah it's like all right well kind of kind of fizzled out there yeah it was (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's a good line it's like you know when you get like a a water rocket and you want to do it the first time and it just kind of (laughs) goes and it just falls over it was a dud (laughs) dead own arrival yeah it's not the worst thing no it could have been better yeah yeah so now we see Allison and Oscar walking down the street. And I've never in my life seen somebody try to white knight more hard in my life. Oh, Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. You deserve somebody oh. who like, appreciates you and loves you and wouldn't do that. Treat you. It's just a tad too much, com- a little tad bit complimentive. It's yeah. like, pump the brakes, buddy. Like, he's drunk. Be cool. Be you know, cool. He's a drunk 17-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So all that's, well, Oscar and Allison, that whole scene is going on as Sartain and Hawkins are having the combo about Michael's motive. They're driving in the car. Yes. And Hawkins says, I'm not going to stand in the way of justice this time, which leads me to believe, like, I think he wants to, he's out for blood. Oh, yeah. Like, he's he he's made to, it clear he wants to kill yeah, Michael. Like, Sartain's like, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. He must be studded. Yeah. So Laurie and the cops arrive at Karen and Ray's house. And she gets on the phone with Allison. Yeah. I see you smiling, Jason. What does Laurie say? Who was I say? 
do as I say. <laughs> is that the only one in this movie? Is that that's the, the only, only time? one that I caught? No, I think the, this the is the only one. As I say, that I caught. Yeah, they had to squeeze it in there. I mean, yeah, they had to. They had to pull the H two O references as hard as they could. So Allison and Oscar jump the fence, and Oscar tries to kiss her. He goes in for the. Hey, bruh. She's out of your league. <laughs> <laughs> Like, she's she's out of fall. your she's out of your country. Yeah. She's out of your world, dude. She's not gonna fall for that white knight and bullshit. She can just go back to medieval times with yeah. that bullshit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck? So now comes the motion sensor scene. Like Allison leaves Oscar in the backyard and he's drunk and sitting on his ass. Was and... he talking to was it Mr. Elrod? Who was he saying? Yes, but before that, he's like talking to Allison as she's walking away and he's like the girls at the party got me all chubbed out, Allison. They were they were feeding me guacamole in all these sexy ways. Again, awkward dialogue. I get yeah. it. He's a drunk teen, but this is really weird. Yeah, I was like, God, they just... should have made him more sympathetic here. Yeah, and not like okay, they just made him pathetic instead of sympathetic. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would have his death would have played a little bit better, even though you do feel kind of bad for him when he gets killed. Yeah. Yeah, make him more sympathetic instead of playing for laughs. Michael walks up in the background as he's mm-hmm. doing all this, very faintly Yeah, to start with, and then Oscar turns around. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Elrod. What's that a reference to, Jason? The sandwich? No, the... Uh... Would it kill you to put a Halloween 6 reference in here? That's all I'm saying, guys. <laughs> I tell you, they, they love Halloween too. Yeah, they do. So the motion sensor scene starts. Yes, and this is... This is a, it's a highlight of the movie. One of the highlights of the movie, I feel like. Yeah. I haven't seen something like this. Even though most sisters don't exactly work this way, I'm like, I'll let it pass. But, I'll let it pass. But Michael's a ghost, dude. He's a shape. The rules of physics don't apply to Michael. He can move about in the night. He's like a hurricane. Yeah. This yeah. is the story <laughs> okay. of the Michael Myers. <laughs> All right, just So, <laughs> yeah, I do like this scene. You know, the lights come on. He mm-hmm. slashes Oscar real quick. Yep. That's like, oh, shit. Also, yeah. the the score for this scene was great. Not yet. Oh, we gonna get there. We okay. gonna get there. So, yes, a little a score starts to play yeah. as he's going after Oscar. Mm-hmm. Like, he slashes Oscar. Oscar runs up to the gate. He's trying to climb over the gate. He gets his cape, gets caught on the... Uh... Yes. <laughs> I love that little knife flip that Michael does. Yeah. He's, like, getting that shit ready. He's like, oh, I'm, he's feeling cocky now. Hey, you ready for a Terminator 2 reference? This, this episode needs one. Kind of reminds me, of, in a way, of Arnold, like, cocking the shotgun. Oh. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What if, like, when Michael did that knife flip, it made a shotgun sound? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sure Danny McBride would have been like, hey, motherfucker. Hey, this is David Gordon Green's favorite death scene. It is. Yep. He said that in an interview. Um, So he stabs Oscar the impalement scene. Mm -hmm. He said like before he even made this movie, he knew that he wanted a death scene of somebody getting impelled like that. Oh, yeah. So anyways, he gets it. So Allison comes back, sees Oscar impaled on the fence, blood dripping. Michael steps out from behind the shadows. Cue the best piece of music since the... Original Halloween theme was made. And like, to me, it felt like a good, like, goblin scent kind of thing. Uh-huh. That's kind of what it, it reminded me of. Now, do you know how they achieved that sound? That No, I All right, not. electric guitar with some distortion. Take a violin bow. 
Oh, yeah. Jimmy Page used to do that a lot. I really want to. Yeah, I know. I really <laughs> want to try that. So, I love this scene, and I don't because. All right, the best music since the original's playing. Yep. Allison is running. Here comes the best chase scene since Laurie running across the street in Halloween and Michael's chasing her. Here it comes. All the ingredients are there. Yeah. The music's playing. That was a weak part of the movie. Oh, why did you cut there? Yeah. Just let that... Let it breathe. Let that drag out for like a minute longer. Yeah. Let Allison be like running down the street, knocking on house to house, you know, yeah. with Michael in pursuit with this theme playing. It's like game seven of the NBA finals and Pippen throws up the perfect alley-oop to Jordan and his pants fall down and then he <laughs> face plants. It's like, oh, you almost had it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> this is number 23. Oh, shit. <laughs> yep, it all comes back. <laughs> yeah, cut to... Well, we don't really even see who answers the door. But, like, Sartain and Hawkins pull up to Allison. She's on the sidewalk. Yeah. This is another little weird piece of dialogue. Sartain says... I'm a doctor. Lock your doors. I wrote it down. Like, I was like, what is, are you, uh, I'm a doctor. Go make a chicken sandwich. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Do you have the time? I'm a doctor. It's 2.30. <laughs> all right. So Ray, Karen, and Lori are all back at Lori's, and they go down into the basement. This really did to me feel like Terminator 2 when they go in the so, desert. Oh, you yeah. Know, they reveal, and I was waiting for like Ray to come out with like a chain gun. And oh, yeah. <laughs> No, Ray's playing with a fucking yo-yo the whole time. Because he's a goofy guy. <laughs> All right. Seriously, I'm not going to take this seriously. Yeah. So Sarah Connor, I mean, Lori is showing off him her gun collection. I'm surprised she didn't uh, pass out on a picnic table and wake up. No fate? <laughs> no fate, but what you make. So cut back to Michael walking down the street and Hawkins spots Michael. I thought this was going to be another Ben Tramer moment. I did, too. When I first saw this, I was like, oh, no, they're about to kill the wrong guy. Yeah. But no, they hit Michael. It is Michael. Oh, yeah. Sartain doesn't want Hawkins to shoot Michael because no, Hawkins, Hawkins like... Hawkins like, he's cocked. He's like, get out of my way. I want to blow this motherfucker's head off. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Make sure and we always remember the Titans. <laughs> yeah. And then Sartain stabs him. I was like, holy shit, he's been pulling a sneaky this entire movie. Yep, and... So, okay, what did you think about this little 
plot twist. All right, with Sartain putting on the mask. Oh, not not even that. Just Sartain being a, a a bad guy in a way. Uh and killing Hawkins like that. I hated to see Hawkins die. Uh-huh. Sartain being a bad guy. Yeah. I didn't mind it too much. I guess I get it. Like he's obsessed with Myers. Yeah. To me, it felt is like okay. So you're a plot device. That's what your entire point. You're not Sam Loomis. You're just you're not a character. You're just a plot device to keep Michael Myers going. This is what it felt like to me. Yeah, I didn't mind him as a character. Upon rewatching a few times, he's yeah. an interesting character. Yeah, and I did see they were putting little tidbits here and there to kind of like so you know. Upon rewatching it, I was, it wasn't okay. that much of a surprise that he killed Hawkins because he seemed a little weird from the jump. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, putting on the mask? All right, when I first saw this movie, I think me and just about everybody was like, no, what are you doing, movie? Stop. Stop what you're doing. Don't you do it. Now, upon rewatching it, knowing that it was only a few seconds, yeah. like he puts Michael in the car, takes off the mask. Yeah. <gasps> Thank God. Yeah. You were Whew, relieved. Crisis averted. You were relieved. Now, I think people hate this scene so much because they're reliving the trauma of <laughs> watching that scene for the first time. And they're reliving that moment of no. Yeah, I I remember I watched. I, I went, as soon as it happened, I went like this. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> but now I've I watched this movie twice in the past week, and okay. each time that scene doesn't affect me as much, just because I know that it's not. It's they just don't a little... they don't totally fuck up the movie. Yeah, it's a it's a dumb twist. Yes, yeah, he didn't have to put on the mask, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, they drive off running over Hawkins. I was like, mean? Like, Damn, bro. Mean? We'll miss you, Hawkins. He was a great character. I wanted to see him stick around I didn't a bit really like, He was one of my favorite characters in the movie. Yeah. I thought he was cool. I thought he was fleshed out. And he, he felt like he had been there. Like, he grew, like, this was his town for years and years. Yeah, definitely. Now, cut to the Bon Me sandwich scene. Now, this scene is... Alright, you got the two cops and they're... Do you think it could have been hit the cutting room floor? Maybe. Perhaps. Or at least... It, it just I went get on. Why a... It was there because it, for the because a little bit later. Mm-hmm. That's why it was there to establish that there's cops out here. Yeah, that's it why it was there. Went on a touch too long. A touch and, too long, and it, you didn't need that much humor. Like talking about like, oh, that's what a five year old would make it's if he m- can make his. Yeah, it's like okay. Yeah. Now you know who that is, right? The cop is the makeup effects artist, Chris Nelson. He huh. made the mask. Oh, that's right. I did read yeah, about Yeah, the cop in the past. Like, I didn't realize seat. that was Chris Nelson, but I did read about him making You know what other movie he's in? No. Kill Bill. He hmm. plays her One bride. I mean, her um, Kill Bill 2. The guy that she's marrying. That's Bill? No. The guy that Bill meets. Okay. Before they get married, before they go shoot up the wedding. Oh, okay. He's Tommy. Oh. Yep, that's him. Nice. That's Chris Nelson. He's been in some stuff. But yeah, he's a great makeup artist. Nice. Allison tells Sartain that Michael spoke to her. Sartain's like, what? Stops the car. And Michael kicks the divider in. He pulls out Sartain. <laughs> Allison runs in the woods. The shot of Michael in the red light looks pretty badass. He's like looking up at Michael. and He's just looking down at Sartain. Mm-hmm. It's like, Ooh, you're about to get it. <laughs> you're about to get the big boot. <laughs> oh, he's there's like, a big boot that is had in this movie. Yeah, he's like, say something. Splat. Splash. People really want Michael to say something in this movie. <laughs> what would you do? If, what do you do if, like, right before he's not, he like, he like, titties. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like your vagina is so warm. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. The cops pull up to Hawkins' car. The yeah. cops that were just talking about their sandwiches Bondi and sandwich, shit. Yeah. They see Dr. Sartain and Michael appears behind them yep. and it cuts. You don't see their deaths. No, but Sartain has been American History X. Oh shit. <laughs> he did not bite the curb though. No. He doesn't need a curb. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Take that, Edward Norton. No, that's that's that swole Edward Norton. Uh, you. <laughs> so back at Lori's, they're in Karen's room. Now, did you notice you see the same sun hat that Laurie has on her wall in her room in Halloween one? I didn't notice that. And there's yeah. also the the, the 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 dollhouse is a replica of, of the Myers, Myers house. Yes. Hmm. Which I was like, hmm, so this is Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Oh! <laughs> it, the movie should have started with like up-close scenes of popsicle sticks and glue. Where they're playing on... What was it? Docking. Docking. <laughs> yeah. So Allison is running through the woods. Ray's being a doofus and playing with a yo-yo. And you do get... Again, Laurie apologizes to Karen for the oh. way she erased her. Ray goes outside to the cop car that is pulled up. This is pretty cool. Yes, it was. Now, did you notice as Ray was walking off of the porch, you can see the the wind chimes that Michael's about to strangle him with. They're dangling there. Hmm. No, so I didn't know what he. I didn't even know exactly what he's strangling him with. I didn't... Yeah, they're like wind chimes, from what I can tell. They're okay. like it's like a chain. Yeah. So I just accepted the fact that Lori probably had some sort of should have strangled him with the yo-yo. I've <laughs> <laughs> been great. It's like you're not the, such the strongest man in the world now, are you, Lori? <laughs> I don't quite get that Pete and Pete reference, but... Somebody out there would be like, ha, I was a 90s kid. <laughs> I tip my hat, Jason. <laughs> so he opens the door, and... So he's got... Sartain's pin is in the head of the cop in the seat, and in his lap is a faso lantern of the other cop with a flashlight shoved up it. Exactly. Pretty damn gruesome. It was pretty cool. Yes, very cool. Yeah. Very original. Very. Or could you say that Terrifier did it first? Because they did. Remember our Terrifier episode? I'm like, hey. Well, I don't think it was. Yeah, he had carved his face to look like a jack-o'-lantern and it was like on fire or something. But I don't know. This guy's face has been hollowed out. Yeah. It's pretty. He took it. He took yeah. one of those pumpkin scoopers. <laughs> yeah, he made the head of the lining of the head a little bit thinner so they can carve a little bit better. Yeah. So Laurie goes downstairs with her shotgun, sees Michael outside. That's when she tells Karen to get into the basement. Mm-hmm. Thank you for not saying "do as I say." Thank God. I, I was waiting for it. I was like, "Is she going to say it?" She want to say it. She doesn't. She doesn't. Thank you. So Michael busts through the window and. This is a pretty uh pretty tense scene here. He like lifts Laurie up through the door and he's about to like choke her out and he's, like, she slam her against the white head the yeah, door it's... and I was like, Oh yeah. shit, is this it? Could is this it? tune in next week? <laughs> <laughs> I do love the shot of Laurie blowing his fucking fingers off with like, a shotgun. Like, Good for her Laurie. God damn. Cause I mean she said this is for tactical reasons. Oh yeah. <laughs> Will he be fingerless in Halloween Kills? He's missing two fingers. Hmm. His ring and his pinky. Oh, he can't get engaged now. Can't make pinky promises. <laughs> Not with that hand. And we all know that. Oh, he can't get engaged. 
Yeah, this is going to be like Bride of Michael Myers. They're going to pull a Chucky. <laughs> Laurie goes downstairs. Michael makes his way inside. Now, Laurie shoots up through the floorboards. Everybody's like, no, why are you doing that? Michael doesn't know you're down there. Yeah. Laurie goes upstairs. She's like, I got to finish this. She she locks Karen down in the basement. So Laurie, with her shotgun, starts clearing the rooms, locking each one behind her. She goes into the mannequin room. This was an exact replica of the room at the end of the first Halloween when she's in the closet. and Oh, really? Yep, exact replica. The reason why they have this exact replica of that room, yep. apparently they shot some stuff. They were going to do like some flashback scenes mm-hmm. to Halloween yeah, to like fill the audience in like this happened. But John Carpenter was the one that was like, you don't need to do it's that. Pokey. Yeah. And it's not he was like, needed. Yeah, and it wasn't needed. He was right. Well, apparently they shot to a different ending for it originally. Yeah, they shot different endings, but this scene here, they used this room that they had built for those scenes that okay. they didn't film. Okay. So, anyways. Yeah, Laurie finds Ray stuffed into the closet. Well, she sees a trail of blood. She's like, oh, yes, uh-huh. this is my prey. Yes. And then it was just Ray. This is a pretty tense scene here, like. Michael jumps out from behind the mannequin. Mm-hmm. It's a good little scare. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, damn it, you got me. I you knew it was going to happen, me. but you got me. And he starts to choke out Laurie with a shotgun. They have a tussle. They do have a tussle. <laughs> I think Laurie bites him. Yeah, she bites his hand. Mm. Is that his bloody hand? She bite that nub? <laughs> she suck on that finger? <laughs> Michael throws Laurie off the balcony. And this is when Allison comes into the house. Michael looks down and... Laurie's gone. Ooh, exactly. He's like, oh, you're using my tricks. Ah. What's that from, Jason? Halloween 7. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, <laughs> Michael I goes, just failed the quiz. Michael goes downstairs and grabs a fire poker. A lot of fire poker action in the Halloween series. Halloween 6 reference. Thank there it you. is. There you go. We'll give I'll, it to I'll it. take it. We'll give it to I'm you. I'm putting that one in my pocket, too. I'm taking it home. <laughs> Michael starts to move that island thing that's covering the basement. Mm-hmm. Karen gets her gun and... She starts crying. Yeah, she starts crying, but I thought that she was like legitimately crying here, but she was baiting Michael. Yes, I did too. I was surprised by the... Uh... Huh, I didn't catch that until like the second time I watched it. I was like, oh, she's like... Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, oh, she's fucking with him. She's got him right where she wants him. Uh-huh. She says, gotcha. Yeah. Bang. Could have done without the gotcha. Oh, there's something even there's something even more egregious in a second. Yep, <laughs> it is coming right up, Jason. Coming around the corner. She so. shoots. She shoots Michael mm-hmm. in the like the side of the face, throat kind of area. Not mm-hmm. a kill shot. Not a kill shot. And at this point, what happens, Phil? Well, Michael backs up, and Laurie peers out of the shadows, much like Michael in the first Halloween. Yeah. And she says, "Happy Halloween, Michael." And I'm like, no, don't. (laughs) You don't need to do that. I was like, (sighs) and doesn't she like slice his arm in the same spot? Yeah. I was like, why don't you just go for like sternum? True. Because, because, man, it's not a nod to the original. You got a nod to the original. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Laurie slices Michael's arm again. Yeah. Like you said, Jason, just stab him in the fucking back yeah laurie gives michael some bacon and eggs oh yeah they duke it out well she hits him with that frying pan (laughs) (laughs) 
She gets them with some hash browns, too. She learned that from Tom and Jerry. Yeah. You want some coffee with that? Mm-hmm. Here you go. Yep. Well, Michael falls down into the basement. Allison and Karen, they run up. Michael shows us that sick core strength he's got. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sit straight up. It's a good sit up, though. Yeah. Way better than Chris Durand and H2O. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Grabs Karen's leg. But Allison coming alive. Yeah. In the, in the, in the final. In the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. Third string. Comes exactly. In. You know? She picks up a knife, stabs Michael in the hand. He says, owie. No, <laughs> no, he makes the, he does the uh, the resurrection. Oh yeah, and then Buster Rhymes comes in. Trick or treat, motherfucker! <laughs> no, that does not happen. Thank goodness. So Laurie shuts the bars over the entrance to the basement. I thought it would have been cool if he had like one of those spikes that like caught his hand. He was like trapped, and he had to like rip it off or something. Could have been cool. Or what yeah. if they came in and it was like just short of the nubs that it. Uh, <laughs> So, Laurie sets off the gas, much like in Halloween 2. Yeah. You like Halloween 2? This movie's got those references. If you like Halloween 2, this movie's for you. Laurie should have said, get out now. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> so, the flames start to go off. Michael's looking up as the flames surround him. I kind of feel bad for him here. It's like, ah, he looks so sad. He's like, uh, you done me in. He's like, well, what if he was just like, Started slow clapping, like, <laughs> well done, Mrs. Strode. I'll see you next year. <laughs> Your game, Mr. Bond. <laughs> Your game, Miss Strode. <laughs> so the house is engulfed in flames. I like how they do, like, little shots, like the basement, the stairs, different. You see, like, the entire house is, they've got little, she's, somehow she built out these little gas pumps for every room in the house. Yeah. I wonder if insurance knew about these little gas pumps. Ooh. Insurance fraud. There's your sequel. (laughs) That's how she's paying for everything. Insurance fraud. Halloween kills. Insurance fraud. (laughs) So, Allison runs up to a truck that has pulled up in the road. Hundred bucks. That is Tommy Doyle driving that truck. You think so? Hundred fucking dollars. What makes you think that's Tommy Doyle? I don't know. I just think it is. You just, you just feel it in your bones. I feel it in my like Michael Myers bones. got that mask in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I feel it, Jason. That's... You know, to me, it reminded me of the truck in Halloween Four that Ellie Cornell's driving. Hey, all right, that's what because it, it had the same kind of thing. You know what? Halloween Four didn't get a lot of love in this movie either. I'm gonna take that reference. Okay. <laughs> Actually, it was the truck from Terminator 2. Oh. That Arnold drive. Oh, yeah. This is the vehicle's top speed. (laughs) It's like, no, it's because you told him he can't speed. (laughs) I can get out and run faster than this. So, Laurie, Karen, and Allison are in the back of the truck. They're driving off. Allison is clenching the knife. The end. That's it. That's it. Now, a lot of people, they say, oh, the ending's a nod to Halloween 4. I disagree think no. that's stretching it a lot. Like I said, the truck reminded me of Halloween 4, but it being a, a non-Halloween 4. Yeah, like it was a lot of pe- mind shaft. Yeah, a lot of people were saying like, oh, the evil's been passed to Allison. No. What? I think the trauma, much like it was passed to Laurie, is now yeah. passed to Allison. That's- like, to me, it seems like they're setting up Annie Madchak to be the new Laurie Strode. Yeah. Cause Hopefully. That would be A-OK <laughs> with no more Laurie Strode. So, yeah, end of movie. Now, let me tell you something. This movie was a breath of fresh air to me. Yes, it was. Now, Actually, when I saw it in theaters the first time, I was like, this is fun. 
But coming off of the series, obviously I was like, okay, we have crossed the finish line. We have just gotten off of a string of shitty ones. And oh, and on before that one, one that didn't age as well as we wanted it to. I was like, cool. A Halloween movie that I enjoyed. It's fun. It's not perfect by any means, but it's yes. fun. It's good. A good I Halloween movie. I agree, Jason. I left the theater with a giant grin across my face. Because yes. I was like, damn it, we did it. We got one. <laughs> we got one. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, H2O, hey, okay, doesn't quite hold up. Rob Zombie's versions, again, if you like those, hey, I'm happy for you, but I want to throw up in my mouth leaving that theater. Like when you walked out, did you say like, we got one for you, Mustafa. We got one for you. <laughs> yeah, and Resurrection, need I say more? <laughs> so finally, it happened. I'm like, damn it, yes. Now, again, was it perfect? No, it was not. No. Was it damn good? Yes. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. So, Jason, what do you like about this movie? I like the characters, for the most part. Okay. I like the story. Yes. I like a lot of the nods to that series, although at some points I felt a little, okay, okay, mm-hmm. you know. Andy Matichak? Yeah. I, thought she was, yeah, yeah. I really think that if they set her up to be... Give her a bigger role. Yeah. Yes. The score is epic. Yeah. The mask is... I love the mask. I like the mask, You too. seem to be... Huh? Well, that's the top half. Okay. Top half. Again, rankings are coming next week. Yeah. Might be some hot takes. I don't know. Best Myers ever, in my opinion. I said it. I still Suck think it. I won't go Nick Cass on the first one. I mean, I might, you know, I res- get there. I, I respect that. But I that. still think he's the, the benchmark, you know. But he did, he's... Well, I'm not going to say well, exactly where he lands, but he's definitely top four. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, just because he was the first doesn't mean he's the best. Let's say true. that. Now, That's he's true. damn good. Yeah. Yes. But I like how James Jude Courtney is, he feels like he knows what he's doing. Where in, in the first one, I guess I don't, I can't give you a specific example, but he feels like it's just a guy walking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They're both great, but I just, James Jude Courtney, he's got that a slight edge. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. The house to house scene is. Well, I me, mean, yeah, it's for me that oh was my God. again the highlight of the entire movie was the house. Jesus house Christ! I, I damn near cried in the theater when I saw it. I was like, yeah. "Oh my God!" I also, it was nice having like the teenage characters, not characters I completely hated off the bat. Yes, um, like I said, I wish Vicky and Dave didn't quite feel like cannon fodder like they did. Mm-hmm. But at least when you got to see them, they're like, "Okay, these are relatable teenagers." That, they're good kids. Yeah, they're good kids. Yeah, even though Dave's a piehead. Good kids. Well, hey, that doesn't mean bad kid. He's dropping in manis and pumpkins. Bad kid. Bad seed. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, again, that was nice to see teenagers that weren't just like shitty people. I agree, Jason. Jamie Lee Curtis is great. You know, she's we... not Tony Collette great, but she's pretty good. Okay, all right. Ooh, there's a hot take there's for hot it. Take. Well, no, that's not even a hot take. That's just a good what if. Yeah. What if Tony Collette was like Laurie Strode? Oh, I mean, some I alternate about cause, role cause, or something because she won the Saturn Award. Oh, that's what I, was I got at. you. And yeah, Tony Collette yeah. was nominated for. Oh no, I will co-sign on that statement. Yeah, Tony Collette deserved a win over Jamie Lee Curtis. Now, Jamie Lee Curtis is really good in this. I forgot how good she was in this. Yeah. Um, especially upon a couple rewatches. Now, has her story. And character kind of been beaten to death at this oh, point. Oh, yeah, I'm tired of it. Yes, it has. 
love it or hate it, she is a huge part of the story. Yes. I mean, she does great in this. Minus the home invasion scene, which I really don't like at all. Oh, like, gotcha. You're dead. Gotcha. You're dead. Yeah, I guess that wasn't totally her fault. Yeah. Well, hey, she only shot for eight days and eight days for Halloween Kills, so maybe, maybe she's, she's not in it that much. Or maybe she's finally like, hey, killed didn't Jake off? Gyllenhaal convince her to do this? Yeah, I heard that. She is his godmother? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously they're a Hollywood family. Yeah. So, so anyway, well, thanks, Jake. Yeah, thanks, Jake. Uh, hey, remember when I was like, hey, Jake Gyllenhaal should be Tommy Doyle. Why not? Yeah, she could have convinced him to do it. I'll be damned. He would have maybe been... Yeah, he could play that old. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Good what if, though. Good what if. All right, Jason, bad points. What do you uh, not like about this movie? What are you not crazy about? At a certain point, some of the nods to the originals and the other series, I was like, okay, we, mm-hmm. you, you, I need got to, you need to be your own thing. You yes. don't need to keep going back to this well. We have seen the movie. We have. <laughs> I we mean, have, we've seen all of them. Again, again, we'll catch more things, especially because we've analyzed the shit out of the rest of them to this point. Yeah. So some of that wore a little thin on me. Yeah, I guess your average audience goer, they're not so... Well, some of them are really on the nose. Yeah. But they're not... I guess the average audience goer wouldn't be like, oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. But for us hardcore fans... They're fun. I was like, but yeah, again, it's like, but be your own thing. Don't yeah. be if you're. I mean, if you're going to make a point to you know retcon everything that happened before you, except for the first one. Yes, you don't need to kind of keep going back to that well. I agree. I agree. Yes, there's a bit too much humor in this for me, which is funny because apparently Danny McBride said the first like draft had like one joke written. Mm, that's like, the draft I want to see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of that comes from. Let's see, Ray. You know, the peanut butter on the penis, that's just a dumb line. It's yeah. silly. It's not really funny. It's like, yeah. just take that out. Him as a character also is, eh, whatever. I mean, I like him. He's fine. He's not a negative for me. Yeah. I can see where it's for the humor thing kind of like taking you out of a little bit. He's fine. He was a bit one note. I yeah. Think. That's, I mean, that's true, but he wasn't in a whole lot. Though, yeah, really. he, he's kind of a doofus, but a likable doofus. Yeah, I mean, he's basically only in three <laughs> parts in the movie. Yeah, that's true. Now, the kid, again, my biggest problem, that oh shit. Yeah. God, take that out, please. That was not needed, but it's there. <laughs> now, and, but hey, Grant, he, but take it back. Now, if that would have been you, what would you have said if you saw your babysitter get killed? Scream immediately. No, first shit my pants. Scream, run. Okay. I wouldn't be like, oh shit. I probably would have been like, shit. Uh, yeah, you would start running immediately. Yeah. You wouldn't take a second to say, oh, shit, and then start running. It's like, oh, I got to deliver the cute little line of dialogue oh, and uh, then run. I got to get run on these nasty-ass toenails. <sighs> yeah, well, hey, he's going to be in the sequel. Yeah. Just limit him to, like, you know, they're going to bring him in for... I mean, the kid's great. He's funny, yeah. but uh, the two-cop scene talking about sandwiches... Again, stuff like that. It's just a little awkward. Yeah. The ending felt a little rushed. A bit. Like, once they get to the house, it's like, boom, 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 ending. Yeah. Well, that's because they had to reshoot it, apparently. Yeah. I I, I read what the original ending was, but I... It, so, it, 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 there's it, 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 it a left battle in the front yard between Laurie and Michael. Like, a 
I think Laurie stabs Michael, or like he stabs her. Yeah. And Karen steps out with the crossbow that mm-hmm. you see in Sarah Connor. I mean, Laurie's uh, underground <laughs> gun bunker there. Yeah. <laughs> she steps out with the crossbow and shoots Michael through the shoulder, I think. Uh-huh. They get away, and I think Michael stumbles past like the mannequins and stuff. Oh, that's right. Leans against a tree, okay, and you're yeah. kind of led to believe that Michael's dying. Yeah. And he's like breathing heavy. There's They haven't released the ending. That alternate ending. They haven't released it? No. And all these, like, extended edition. They've yeah, released, like, they, fucking I, three of them. See, I do know they tested it. So it's been shown at least once or twice. Yes. I mean, I've from the sound of it, I think the reissue was, was better. Yeah, because that's kind of vague. I wanted Hawkins to live a little longer or survive. Yeah. But whatever, he doesn't. Some of the dialogue's a little awkward. Yeah. There weren't any threats to skull fuck somebody. I needed a rape scene in you this. You needed a rape scene in this? Yeah. And some classic rock should have been playing through the whole movie. Like in the final showdown, if Mississippi Queen was playing as the flames were coming up, oh, yeah. that would have been cool. Or like they were playing like last night, the Freebird solo as he's staring up at them with the fire coming. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Well, we just oh, yeah. the movie. As he's, being, John Carpenter as he's being raped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason, but my Tommy gun don't. <laughs> Jason, what do you want to see in the sequel? What don't you want to see? Less humor. I really do want to see an end to Jamie Lee Curtis to the Laurie Strode storyline. You like, know, okay, so there's going to be two Halloween kills and Halloween ends. You think she's? I would now. I don't know if they'll do it because obviously she's a draw for this thing now. Yeah, I would be very happy if she dies in the next one. As long as they use her right, like make her less. Well, from the looks of it, it's going to take place the same night. Yeah, that's what it seems to be that kind of way. Uh huh. I don't know, man. We will see. I would like to see more from Allison because after the yeah. third act, she's kind of not there really. Yeah, she's that's just true. Running, yeah, she's running through the woods. There, she's kind of there to like, okay, we need to keep her in the scene so you know where she's at, but she doesn't do much. Uh huh. I would kind of like to say, okay, let's get more flesh out Allison stuff. Yeah. Um and they need some care and stuff too, you know. Yeah. Now I know there's there's gonna be some Halloween seventy eight flashback stuff. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. But when you're back in present day, leave Halloween the movie okay. back in seventy eight. Do your own thing. Yeah. Like no more nods to oh, I don't wanna hear Don't Fear the Reaper playing on a radio somewhere. I don't wanna hear see anything you like. Yeah. I don't wanna hear I don't want to meet a dog named Lester, okay? I don't want any more nods to the original. I love that movie dearly, but yeah. leave it there. Yeah. Okay? Let's... It's 2019. Let's do something new here. Come on. I don't want to see, like, some revelation that we didn't know before. Oh, God. You oh, know, no. I really don't want to know... I really don't hope anything like that happens. Well, maybe they learned their lesson with the Sartain thing. Like, okay, no crazy... Let's, let's not get crazy here, guys. Let's not get crazy with the stick. Yeah, don't get crazy with the stick. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm worried about this. Are there too many cooks in the kitchen for the, for the cast? Because think about it. You've got Lonnie, yeah. Tommy, Lindsay, Sheriff Brackett, Karen, Allison, Laurie. How is their screen time going to be distributed? Because I don't want to spend the whole movie like, Lonnie, who are you? Oh, you know, I was the kid that yeah. blah, blah, blah. Oh, Tommy, who are you? You know what I mean? Yeah, like that, that could be an that issue. could be problematic. Yeah. So that's got me a little worried, now, especially like is that gonna if they've like like 
how many movies these people have signed on for. I don't know. Okay, they didn't probably, say. Yeah, they probably won't specify that kind of thing. That's that kind of give away some stuff. Yeah, but like I want to see Allison fleshed out a bit more. Yeah, that's gonna be hard like, to do if yeah. you're oh, Sheriff Brackett. What are you doing here? Oh, well, I, you know, I, I I gotta be in the movie two nights <laughs> a week. I do an overnight shift here at the hospital. <laughs> yeah. It keeps me young. Yeah. So that's got me worried. Like, oh man, don't don't overdo it. Okay, you don't yeah. have to bring back every fucking character. It's like, oh, it's the owner oh, of the did, hardware they, store. They bring back uh, what's her name, Lindsay. You know, yeah, they're bringing back Lindsay. Which they showed a, a, the steel shot of uh, yeah, Tommy and Lindsay. And from the looks of it, it looks like they're like in a bar or something. Yeah, and I'm guessing they're at a bar. They're out have, having like a Halloween celebration, and a news story comes on and about Michael Myers. Yeah, and I like, bet that's when Tommy's like, "Let me get my truck." So you think Tommy Ooh. and Lindsay are an item? Together? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Which brings me to my next point. I feel like we were seeing too much of the movie. We still have basically a year to go. Yeah. Comes out like October 21st, 2020. Yeah. Let's pump the fucking brakes. No more leaks. No more. Well, I'm saying this as the guy that was the first person to leak an image of Michael Myers from the set. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but, you know, they released that video on Halloween of like the montage of shots and we've we learned a lot in that yeah. shot yeah we see how michael escaped you see the mask you see there's a lot of key stuff that's already been revealed and we're like a year out yeah that's so like i said i mean like i said i'm tired of trailers i might watch i'm, I'm I, there's no way i'm going to avoid if i go to the movie theaters you know oh you mean watch the trailer yeah i want to watch it once and that's it now Danny McBride did say that, remember how they were originally going to shoot like two back to back? Yeah. But McBride was like, no, we want to shoot this first one and kind of see what works and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Yeah. Maybe they learned their lesson on some of this stuff. Like, With okay, maybe not so much humor. Mm -hmm. Maybe let's try this instead of that. Yeah, Jason, lots to look forward to. Lots of information to avoid. Because <laughs> I don't want to ruin the fucking movie before no. I even see it. Exactly. Halloween 2018. Yay. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah. Overall. Scale of one to ten, what do you give it? You go first. Seven point five. That's a little lower than I thought you were gonna get it. I wanted to go a little bit higher, but then I'm like, well, maybe this that kind of Yeah, but some of the stuff that works it really works, works so yeah. well. Yeah. It brings that great average up. Yeah. Whew. Like just that house to house scene and like yeah. the bathroom scene. Some other key parts are say, so fucking good. I didn't care for the podcasters that much. I liked them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got why they were there, and I guess they were used well, I, effectively, but I just didn't really care for them that much. And some of that's because I, I have some true crime podcasts I listen to. I'm like, I fucking hate this shit. I don't listen to any. Yeah, so. that's, I mean, that's probably some of it. Hey, they should get us for the sequel. Hey, we're horror podcasters. We're here to... <laughs> We're horror podcasters. You're talking about the true crime podcasters that work, you know? <laughs> yeah. Man, we're with the spook house, okay? <laughs> Sheriff Brackett, fuck off. We're Is it, we'll, see us like carrying like an A-track player? Like, <laughs> Tell us what you know about Dr. Sartain. Do, do as I say. <laughs> All right, so 7.5. Yep. I'm going to give it... I'll go 8.5. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I'll, you're, not, I'll, you're not off base at all. I want to give it a 9? Yeah. 
Mm. But yeah. No, no, 8.5 is good. Okay. Solid movie. Solid. I like it. I do too. I've watched it twice in the past week and I'm like, okay, it's it holds up on rewatch. Yeah, it really, this is only the second time I watched it. I watched it uh-huh. and I hadn't watched it again until now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is, it's, I, really, I do like this movie. This is really good. It's uh, a lot of fun. You know what? I'll move it up to an 8. Oh, okay. I will move All it right, up to an we're eight. moving. Yeah. We are moving. Yeah, that house to house scene, you could wake me up in the dead of night and be like, Phil, watch this. I'd be like, Sick. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. The part it. where he looks in the window. Oh. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I think we covered that one as best as we could, damn it. Yeah. I left it all out there. Left it all in the field. That's right. Jason, it is late. Yeah. This is going to be our longest podcast. Probably. To date. Yeah. So, whatever. It's worth it. It's... I wanted to get it all out there. It's our final episode of the Halloween series. Jason, we made it. We've made it. Well, we crossed the finish line. Thank goodness. Yes. Yes and no. Next well, week, we are doing our Halloween retrospective episode. We are going to rank. We are going to rank the movies. We're going to rank our favorite Myers, Mask, Death Scenes, Worst Parts of the Franchise, all that shit. Yep. So, it's going to be fun. Be ready for it. Be motherfucking ready. And we're also going to send out Do some questions to you guys, to the Instagram followers. That's right. I'm going to throw up a post, and we will hopefully get some good fan questions. Yeah. If you want to talk some shit, if you want to defend Robert... Movies that we didn't like, not just the Rob Zombie movies. Maybe if you're like yeah. a fan of Halloween 5 or Halloween 3. We welcome all Robert Cummings defenders. <laughs> it's Rob Zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's his Christian name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we welcome all that. Good and bad. Whatever you want to say. If but. you want to say that Phillip's fucking shit, but Jason's pretty great, you know, I, I'm, I'm open to that. As you to, can do that. Yeah. You can do that. Or if you think Jason's amazing, you know, just tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if Jason is amazing. Yeah. We will be back here next week for our Halloween retrospective episode. So until then, I am Phil. I am Jason. This has been Spook House. Good God. <laughs>